Hello, just a quick bit before this week's episode to let you know that we have a Patreon you can subscribe to if you like what we're doing here and you want more of it. You probably already knew that. We don't stop going on about it. What you didn't know is that you can currently get a little free trial so you know exactly what you'd get as part of your subscription. You can head to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in the show notes to get your first seven days free. All you need to do is pick which tier you'd like a free trial of. The Biggest Mates tier is the one that has all the extras in it. And then for seven days, you are free to listen to any episode we've released in the last six months. You can cancel any time or just leave the subscription rolling if you like what you find. It's charged monthly. And during any month, as part of that Biggest Mates tier, you'll get ad-free episodes of this show every Monday. You'll get a brand new episode of our new Manic Street Preacher show every month. Two episodes every month of The Ultimate Playlist, our themed playlist show, where we talk about all kinds of different music, different artists, different genres, different eras, and one or two bonus episodes every month, depending on the length of the month. That's two episodes every week. There's also other tiers to trial. One that is just the Manic Show and ad-free What Is Music episodes, and another that is just ad-free What Is Music episodes. But hey, if the first seven days are free, why not try a bit of everything? Plus, all tiers include access to the exclusive subscriber-only Discord where we discuss the shows, the bands we've covered, various music topics, and loads of other stuff, including some games that the friendly community have devised themselves. So head on over to our Patreon page now to claim your free seven-day trial. Go to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in our show notes. See you there. As soon as we start recording... Yeah. We have nothing to say. <laughs> We've been having great how, little chats. How are you? Or something? Um, you alright? Yeah, well, how are you? Oh, I don't care. I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> how are you, Lucas? Yeah. <laughs> wow! That's a real low energy start. Um, as you guys know, I had a bit of a fucking breakdown this week. And, uh tried to end the podcast and spent over a hundred pounds on X-Files trading cards. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know about I didn't know about the trading cards. You bit. didn't? Oh, Adam sent me a link to something that was worth like a gram That's and so- said I might have a problem. <laughs> uh, there's something I used to collect as a child. Well, not no, I had like a few packs and now I'm going back and uh, becoming obsessed. Yeah. That's sensible. Yeah, yeah, I think it's. I think that's healthy. I'm quite warm. Okay. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Do You Love Us, a critical analysis of the history, cultural impact, and music of Manic Street Preachers. I am uh, Adam Scott Glasspool, and I'm joined as always by Steve Murphy. Hello. And Lucas Way. If I took off my trousers, you wouldn't better see, would you? <laughs> wouldn't be able to see what. Well, on the, Hi, cam- on the camera, because I'm quite warm. I could take them off. You, take them you off. could if you wanted to. I might. We I are a might. podcast that is going through the Manic Street Preachers discography, album by album, track by track. And we are kind of evaluating, critically analysing their discography, asking questions like, does contact, context matter to music? Um, 
does knowing Adam, the, they know. Does knowing the they history know. of a band <laughs> change <laughs> your experience with them? And more importantly, we're asking the question, do you love us? The us being the Manic Street Preachers and not us, the hosts of the podcast. But also, please, can you tell me you love me? Because I need do it. Do respond to that because we need positive affirmation. <laughs> uh, or negative. Yeah, I mean, we'll respond sure. to either. Yeah. yeah. Lucas, of course, mm. about to be tried in court for crimes of blasphemy. Um, oh, yeah. So what we're okay. doing today, we've covered their first six albums. Go back and listen to the last few episodes and you'll have, uh, you'll have seen stuff on Know Your Enemy. And after Know Your Enemy, they released a best of called Forever Delayed. And that's sort of what we're going to cover, isn't it? Sort of. We're not going to go track by track like we usually do. No. Um, um, I've just noticed I've put in my notes Forever Delayed EP. That's wrong. That is wrong. So yeah. it's, an, it's an LP. It is a, yeah. It's a long player. Oh, no. I meant, I'll tell you what. I, I meant ep, like episode. So carry on. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I'm just trying to decode my own fucking writing. <laughs> and what we'll also do is we will uh, take this opportunity to reflect on what we've covered so far how we feel about things, and just generally touch base. How does that sound, guys? Mm, I, want, I want to touch base. Okay. Mm. Lucas has... Has everyone just switched off? Lucas has taken the trousers off as, as actually... Steve made that noise. Yeah. <laughs> Is this a sexy episode? Oh, this, this, might, much this might be our sexiest <laughs> episode yet. <laughs> this is our magnum opus. I've is got, that the right? I've got some phrase? beers. Steve's having a whiskey. It's half yeah, four Lucas in the has afternoon. Got his dick out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the vibe of the episode, man. Yeah, mm. yeah. Can you just put some jazz under this bit? Great. <laughs> some soft, loungy jazz. That'll be the bit of nice. the uh, the episode that Lucas likes the most because it's got that loungy feel, and the socks are coming off. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm just very, very hot. I would put a fan on, but you'd complain about noise, wouldn't you? Uh, probably. Is, yeah. is there a like a rule thirty four about our podcast yet? Ooh, we are on the internet. Yeah. You never yeah. know. Is anyone doing fan fiction? Because oh, this is the episode that they don't need to do it. <laughs> I mean, if anybody wants to write some fan fiction, yeah. Adam's annoyed, Steve's sad, and Lucas is just taking his pants off. It's yeah, right. like, there we go. Uh, Follow up problem though is my legs are sticking to my. Oh, I don't like this anymore. Seat a little bit. Oh, have you got a leather chair? So I've I'm got like a well, it's probably faux leather at the wrist because I don't support the wearing and sitting on of animals. So you do not like people riding horses. No. Okay. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. He had to think and went. No, I'm making that stance. I've done it's it because he it's, forgot it's that that's, now. That that's sitting on animals, so he had to uh, readjust. Yeah, it's, it's cruel. At the risk of at the risk of becoming um, far too sexy, I'm wearing shorts um, on a faux leather chair, and so I've got Man. a cushion here to oh. shield me from the stickiness of my chair. Mm. Yeah, I could have worn shorts. What are that you wearing? I'm now just wearing my my boxers. Okay. I'm down to the pants. Do I fancy Lucas? Mm, mm-hmm. Huh. I'm just going to grab a pillow from over here. You wouldn't be oh, the oh only God. one. We've had so many uh, tweets and emails about people who fancy Lucas. He's very he's much... Pretty sure, we've, pretty sure we've had zero. <laughs> he's very much the heartthrob of the, uh, of the podcast. 
You said the word throb. I feel uncomfortable. Should we get on with the episode? Yeah, let's get on with the episode. So, uh, okay, well, we saw everything as, as Lucas uh, sat up to put a pillow on his chair. And that's this very This is a weird vibe today. <laughs> <laughs> this was not the case before we started recording, but here we go. It's, I'm, I'm just, it's a power move. I'm trying to yeah. like, assert power on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, we should do like a little bit of history because last time we left the Mannix, um, they had released Know Your Enemy to disappointing results. Uh, do you guys remember that? What Know Your Enemy, Lucas? Why don't Why don't you catch us up, Lucas? All right. Um, uh, what after Know Your Enemy? I need to catch you up on where they were just after catch us Know Your just Enemy, which on, I don't know. Catch us up on where we left them. They released Know Your Enemy. That's true. Mm. They played a gig in Cuba. Yeah, although that was before they released Know Your Enemy. Ah, uh, semantics. That's uh, more more the linear nature of time than it is semantics. And then they and then they released it, and it was they did a double single maybe at one point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah that this is much more than I would say if Adam asked me. So I'm so pleased you asked, Luke. They, uh, they. Is Nicky, horse impressions? Is Richie still in the band? No, Richie's not in the band anymore, is he? <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> Nitchy Edwire. That's it. I'm caught. You've caught. I've caught you. Okay, great. Um, it was it was released a kind of a divisive uh, response, mixed mm. reviews, and very low sales. Um, Which our our reviews were fairly mixed too. Well, no, well, mine was very positive, and yours guys yeah. were mixed to negative. Yours guys, I was, yours guys, yours guys. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. Uh, I, what I neglected to mention is that around the time of two thousand, Sean Moore got married. That's did nice. he? Yeah, oh, that's good. So there you go. Um, there you go. Off the back of Know Your Enemy, they did headline Reading and Leeds, um, which is interesting. Yeah, I actually it is. read. I actually read something about Sean Moore's wedding. Did you? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was in the winter time and a lot of it was outside. Yeah. And so like he yeah. had to he had to bundle up and wear a lot of layers. Yeah. Mm. Sure. But he was still quite cold mm. on the day. Mm. And so just he wishes he'd worn more. He should have. Yeah, that's he true. He should have worn more. He should have worn more. He should have worn more. Um as we mentioned in the last episode, uh they kind of cancelled their European and UK arena tour in the winter of two thousand and one. Uh due to what they no yeah, I think what they said was they're going to go away and work on a best of, and it wasn't the right time. But what they actually meant was this record hasn't uh, sold as much as we thought, and we don't think we can fill arenas. <laughs> oh my god! Well, after one album, people are just like, "I'm out. I am not coming to see you live." Well, Lucas, so this is what you were saying, Adam, is that they kind of wanted people to kind of wanted to be a bit controversial and completely throw everything out. But then exactly. They went, oh, but not that much, please. Yeah. <laughs> And Lucas, like, consider your reaction to everything must go, and this is my truth. Tell me yours, and then your reaction to know your enemy. Like, they kind of shrugged you off as well. Do you know what I mean? Is Lucas the voice of the people? He might be. But oh, shit. yeah, but, but if I really liked a band and they released one stinker, I wouldn't. That's not a write off of the band just yet. But you like, wouldn't necessarily go see them live, would you? I mean, if we use one example of one of the only bands I see live, Lighthouse Family. I, there it is. I, I would. Like Ten minutes. I would. I'd still go and see them because there's still a lot of good stuff to be heard. Sure. Yeah. But usually bands tour an album and they'll play a lot of stuff off the album to promote it. So I guess 
if a band released an album I didn't like, I'd be like, yeah. Well, that's what I, I was going to say. Not. I mean, like, maybe not. What what you're going to see here is is the kind of decline in their stature over a couple of years. If they released No Your Enemy, and I think it was like March 2001, they headline Reading, they cancel an arena tour, and don't play until August 2002. So there is like almost a a full year off that they just kind of hadn't planned on. And when they come back in August to play V Festival in 2002, they're not even headlining. They are second down on the second stage. Wow. Before, That's a big drop. Before Basement big... Jacks as a replacement for, I think it oh, was, it was Travis. A replacement Yeah, they well. weren't even actually invited originally to the festival. They had to replace... Travis, good band. Travis. Bear in mind that they headlined V Festival in 1999. And then three... What year are we in now? 2002. Three years later. Yeah. Three years later, they are um, second down on the second stage, having replaced Travis before Basement Jacks. Are you okay there, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> what happened to your voice? They play a bit of a greatest hit set, which is sort of understandable, because the upcoming record is... Um, the greatest hits. So, of course, that's what they're promoting. Mm. But even at Reading, in 2001, when they headlined, they were playing things like Archives of Pain from the Holy Bible, and they were playing Miss Europa Disco Dancer. There is fantastic footage of them headlining Reading Festival 2001. They play Miss Europa Disco Dancer. Nikki is in a pink sequined cowboy hat. It's fantastic. Can we stop the podcast now so I can watch it? (laughs) I don't mean the whole podcast. Yeah, it's it's, it's a fantastic um, look for Nikki. They played like Royal Correspondent when they headlined um, Reading, which is insane. Uh, All all the way through during the Know Your Enemy tour, they they would play sort of between 18 and 20 songs on the tour. And nine of those were from Know Your Enemy. So that's half the set. Was, yeah. was was new material. And then during the 2002 European tour, like only mm. about a year and a bit later, they were playing 18 to 20 songs and sometimes you would get one from Know Your Enemy. Really? So even a year you... later, you would just... Like they were almost disowning that album. It would be like Ocean Spray you'd get and occasionally you'd get Found That Soul. How do you feel about bands when you go to see them... Because they release a new album and they play a lot of new songs. That's my ideal. You like it? See, I get that if um, you've seen them a lot because you want to see some new stuff. Mm. But like um, sometimes I, I'm just go because I want to see the band. I'm like, oh. Um, but what I quite like about um, I watched Laura Marling's set uh, at Glastonbury. Yeah, and I think she just released Semper Femina, and she did I think four songs off the new album, like at the beginning, and then the rest of it was the rest of the stuff. So oh, it's like, that's done nice. my promotion. Done my promotion. Now here's some stuff you want. Here's here's the cool. big Laura Marling summer bangers. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. the fucking hot bangers. The circle pits open. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah. So they kind of do that uh, greatest hits tour where I think that they have like officially been spooked. They played like a few <laughs> like weird songs that aren't on Forever Delayed. Like they played like Slash and Burn and. And I think they play Revol, but nothing that wasn't a single. Um, like, no deep-cut album tracks, anything like that. Um, on the 16th of October in 2002, they play at Cardiff Millennium Stadium 
for the Italy v Wales Euro 2004 qualifier match. I will give a shiny pound to whoever can tell me what two songs they played. Uh, They played um, A Design for Life and If You Tolerate This, Your Children Will Be Next. No, you got one of them, right? I'm not going to tell you which. Lucas, have a guess. Motorcycle Emptiness. And... (laughs) Well, th- you just you just said one of Steve's was right. Right. So name Which the other. One? Which one was right? Though? Oh, uh, he probably they probably played tolerate. They played uh, a design for life, and you stole the sun oh. from my heart. Uh, uh, sorry, guys. but we don't know that song exists yet. Oh no, we do. I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> what's the <laughs> What's the Cardigans one? Your love alone is not enough. Yeah, we're about yeah. like five years prior to that being released. It'd be mental uh, if they yeah. did play it in 2002. Uh, so they play like an arena-ish tour off the back of this greatest hits, where it's like they do like so when they play London, they do one night in Wembley Arena and another night at Brixton Academy. So it's not like a proper arena tour. Maybe they play like the Bournemouth International Centre, the Cardiff International Arena, the Brighton Centre. It's between it's it's like around six thousand people a night rather than. 15,000 people a night, which yeah. they were quite happily filling um, off the back of uh, This Is My Truth. Um, and in amongst that, Nicky also has his first child, which is Aww. nice. A happy time baby wire. for the band. So, Is that the kid's name? Is the kid's name Baby? Yes, it's Baby Wire. Yeah, good, good name. Uh, the band released uh, Forever Delayed, the greatest hits collection, on October the 28th, 2002. It's 20 tracks long and 78 minutes. Two of those tracks are new, and it reached the chart position of number four. That's that's fine, isn't it? That's, that's okay. Fine. That's absolutely For fine. For a best of? Absolutely fine. Do best ofs do usually do well or not? Do you know? I imagine it depends on what it's up against as well. The best, so. the best of Queen is the mm. biggest selling Never album in of, the UK. Never heard of that one. Just to... The best... Ever... Yes, oh, and I, I think Thriller was like the number one selling album, pretty much. Everywhere. <laughs> so let's talk about Forever Delayed. What's on it? What's not on it? Guys, they open the track listing with a design for life. That's a popular. That's a popular. That song, is a popular that is. song. Yeah, that is one of their greatest hits. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the greatest hits. <laughs> um, and then it's motorcycle emptiness. Yeah, Again, that's another greatest what hit. A great, Quite a good song, What a great IMO. hit. Uh, then it's, um, this episode's going to be 20 minutes long. Yeah, probably. Our <laughs> normal track by track takes a long time. This is going to be... And the next song is Motorcycle Emptiness. What a great hit. And then track three <laughs> is You Stole the Song From My Heart. It's what not a great, great hit. hit. It's not, though. It's If You Tolerate This, Your Children Will Be Next. What a great hit. That is... Very interesting, and I'll tell you why later. Oh, go on. Oh, because he's gonna say that the, this is this so is far his, his third... top. His, yeah, 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 be, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's doing a stupid face. The fourth track, <laughs> the fourth track, um, and and do shout out, guys, if you don't remember any of these songs because I do have them queued okay, up. Sure, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Is La Tristesse Jurera scream to a sigh? Scream that to is... a sigh. I remember that one. Sir, ha, ha. That is a great hit. That was a grower for me, I seem to recall. Okay. A groat hit. 
I wrote in my notes. <laughs> wrote. I, I wrote in my notes for that song. This, this song, song is groat. Is so far what I think of this album compared to the one before. A scream to a sigh. Oh yes, I remember that. And then if you recall, classic we had to... moment. That was one of our greatest hits. <laughs> is this a clip show? Cut away to the clip. Cut away to the clip. <laughs> Number five, five, five. Uh, number five. Well, is the new song uh, that was released as a single for this album, "There by the Grace of God," which I'll play a bit of now. my um, question was going to be how do they appear on the record just sort of sprinkled in or if it was going to be at the beginning or the end or yeah so they've that, kind of they've sequenced the record as though it were an album I think like opening with a design for the, life and then going into most and they recorded these specifically for this but or they did they was it left over tracks go on Lucas sorry they opened with a song that they didn't open an album with yeah that's true so they now consider that song opener worthy when at the time I don't think... Ish not think so. In the way that your brain works, they <laughs> I recorded it as an album. But. I, I think that um, uh, that maybe like it's the album opener when taken into the context of the other tracks that surround it. Whereas on the album, with the statement they were making with Everything Must Go, it made more sense to open with uh, Elvis Impersonator, Blackpool, Pier. Very dry. Um <laughs> So there by, by the grace of God, yeah, was was recorded specifically for uh, this compilation. What what do and you guys? And was the other one that's the best song in the world? Uh, well, we'll get to it when we get to it. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah stop fucking getting ahead of yourself. Mm, that's all. What I like to do in uh, every relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it's so painfully true. The uh, the start of it sounds like Word Up. Uh, it sounds like uh, Blur song too. No, it sounds like Word Up. It's got that you're, the bass. You're both wrong. Oh yeah, no the oh, sorry. yeah 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 yeah. It, it sounds like word up. It sounds a um, bit like Depeche no, Mode or one of those. I do like of... the electronic drums. It's nice. Yeah, I appreciated that. That it's it does sound a bit. Uh, it does sound like it could have been off. This is my truth. Yeah, I think, I think it. I think um, that it does sound different to stuff that they have released, but it also sounds a lot safer. Yes. Than yes, anything safe. off of like Know Your Enemy. Who wrote the lyrics for that? Nikki. Song? It'd be Nikki, right? 
So did he like? Did he find the Lord or something in? To me, this is about. Um... Because, well, no, it, like I could, I I've read through the lyrics. Can't make heads or tails of them. Okay, I think it's about but... gun law in America. Oh, interesting. What made you think that? Uh, I haven't got the lyrics in front of me. Oh, did you not write notes? <laughs> it's about yes, I've written notes, and it says gun laws I think in America. It's about gun laws in America. <laughs> <laughs> Let me let me bring him up. Uh, there's that first line: "All the drugs in the world can't save us from ourselves," which is almost a direct steal from Marilyn Manson. Oh, uh, cool. He has a song with the line: "All the drugs in the world can't well, couldn't save her from herself." I think. And Brian he got, Warner does have a tasty little laugh. Yeah, he got a shout out on the last album. I think so. they just like Marilyn okay. Manson. Okay, I'm going to read out some lyrics. Okay, go on. Try and think of it about so victims with the saddest hearts. Passing by the grace of God. Obviously, there's a lot of God in legislation in America. Um, then lay down all your guns, give them up, and then move on. It doesn't mean that you are dead. Passing by the grace of God. Mm. To me, that's that's, yeah, no, um, that's... very anti, anti-gun. anti Yeah, no, I could see that. Interestingly, Sean Moore is very pro-gun. Oh, yeah. Um, Where do you guys land on uh, gun legislation? Don't like guns. I don't like guns. They scare the shit out of uh, me. That doesn't answer my question, though, does it? I oh, think... I, I hate them, but I believe everyone should have one. <laughs> yes. that's It's the safest way to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Given the choice of nobody has guns or everybody has guns, I think everybody should has guns. <laughs> Adam, do you has guns? I has guns. I mean, that's basically the argument in America, isn't it? Pretty if, much. If I want one mm. in case he's got one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Although if you're my dad, um, he also thinks, and I am, yeah. <laughs> so he thinks, he right thinks that we should not have a police force uh, because crime is a self-limiting uh, entity, and once everybody has sort of like killed whoever they want or stolen things or whatever, then it will so all, you... we'll all just return to a weird status quo. So your dad believes in the purge. Yeah, I was going to say he wants the movie The Purge. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I do like the song. It feels quite. Um, it 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 it's at once reminiscent of stuff that they have done, but also a little kind of teaser of where they go. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. This sounds like it would have fit. Not to spoil anything, it sounds like it would have fit on Lifeblood. Life yeah. Oh, that's that bodes well for Lifeblood. So you liked this song then, Lucas? I'll suffer. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> and good. recover. It's good. It's, 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 a bit, it's a bit more anthemic. Just than making some a of note the... of the time so I can like Turn the basically mute your mic at that point. <laughs> uh, um, I really enjoyed it as the... well. I did like. I I did find it like you said very safe. Um, but I quite enjoyed the repetitive nature of it, like how he repeats lines. Interestingly, the that's other. the one thing I don't like about it. Is, is I, that it's, I is quite like that, liked that structure of it, but the song did feel um, very safe and a bit. And that's why I asked if it was recorded specifically for it, because it feels like a leftover B-side to me. Right, Even okay, it's yeah, nice, no, I see what you mean. Um, I actually think, well, I mean, you know, th- this was the single from the album, which okay. I do not like. Wrong. I don't really like when they do... Um, a little one single for a, to promote a greatest hits. Yeah, because it's very presumptuous that that's going to be one of their greatest hits. Um, they should have released A Design for Life because that's a good song again. on this album. Yeah, and it's yeah. one of their greatest, greatest hits. hits. Oh, yeah, well, that's an interesting point. If they did a new greatest hits now, would that song make the greatest hits? What, There by the Grace was, of God? Yeah, when it was yeah. put on the first greatest hits. I don't think that it would. No. It's all mm. right, though. It's, it's not a hot banger, but it's decent. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can stick it on and chill out to it. I mean, uh, going back to your thing about the lyrics, Steve. um, Do 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 you guys like you? You've you've heard of the phrase "there but for the grace of God go I." I mean, I've not heard the way you just phrased it, but I've heard the phrase "there by the grace of God." Right. Okay. So I don't know what you were doing with all the being Yoda and switching up the (laughs) the words. Don't know what that was about. (laughs) I just wanted to sound intelligent. Um, I uh, I think they're talking about themselves and like the the near miss of know your enemy where they're talking about like we lads we just about got away with it (laughs) (laughs) we're still making some money yeah exactly um yeah good 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 song good song it reached number five in the charts so it actually was one of their greatest hits it wouldn't make one of my greatest hits let's put it that way Hmm. I mean, wh- when I was trying to come up with my top ten, I got, I made a playlist of thirty, and it didn't make that either. So, right, yeah, this is never this was never in contention for my top ten. Oh, by the way, later make... we'll be doing top oh, yeah. tens and album rankings so far. Oh yeah, um, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> After there, by the grace of God, in terms of the track listing of Forever Delayed, is "You Love Us," mm. which is Lucas is making a face. Just because he hates the podcast. It's one of yeah, I mean, it is one of their greatest hits. It's nice that it's our namesake. Yeah. yeah they uh, named it after this podcast. Don't I I seem to remember I didn't really rate that song. I like that song. Mm, yeah, good song. Yeah. I I'd, I'd say it's one of their greatest hits. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And go back to listen to our episode on Generation Terrorist to hear us talk about it properly. Um then it's Australia. Yep. Which makes sense. Then it's You Stole yep. the Sun from My Heart. Yeah, these should, are all exactly what I'd expect to be on here. This should we make this our greatest hits then? And should we intercut what our conversations about oh, each of God. these songs? What, every making conversation? This, well, no, yeah. And just making this episode like three and a half hours long, we'll put our breakdown of each. It would be longer, mate. Oh, God, so yeah. Long. It would be like I said it would almost long. be as long as, guys, if go we want on. to go greatest hits on you. Yeah, go on. Almost as long as Generation Terrorist. Blood, Six out of ten. Bloody hell. Oh, Best thing you've ever heard, yeah. Steve, was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's callbacks. When I'm having moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys know my opinion. You stole the song from my heart. Can fuck off. You uh, are incorrect. <laughs> I have no respect for you. <laughs> I am well, that's not changed. <laughs> None of that's new information. Uh, then oh, it's yeah. Kevin Carter, which has always been a song that you guys have been slightly cool on. Kevin Carter can fuck off. Oh, I mean now, that wasn't your opinion of it. Well, do, do you, now has it's it gone no, down I, in your estimation. Well, so? thing no, is, I now, think we were both a similar thing of like it's quite a meh. I was very meh. Yeah, like but but now I've sat with the song. It does seem like one of the songs that would hit. I mean, right? Hits. Yeah. Doing making coming up of my top ten has you know allowed me to reassess a lot of their discography, which mm. we'll get which we'll get to. Sure, can't wait. But that one, ne- 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 chat, yeah. Chat, but can chat, I chat, um, interest chat, you chat, in? Chat. Can I interest you in? Click 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 click. Exactly, exactly. That's exactly. Or almost Sean Moore's trumpet solo. Yeah, well, that that actually happened um, by accident in the recording studio uh, because the engineer mm-hmm. said this song needs more trumpet, and Sean was like yeah. misunderstood and was like, "Okay, well, I better write a trumpet part for it then." A little bit yeah, of trivia yeah, yeah. for you there. Yeah. Uh, after Greatest Kevin Carter, hits. it's 
I'll have to give it cut. This, this episode is going to be the most insufferable piece of shit. <laughs> right. Um, also, can, can we just point out that outside of this podcast, Steve had the revelation that it actually has been Sean Moore playing yes. the trumpet all this time. He's been oh, thinking he thought it was a joke. That that's yeah. just been a joke for joke's sake this yep. whole time and not realising that it is a joke. Yep. With a basis in fact. And yeah. that, that's the case with all of my jokes, is that they all have yeah. that little <laughs> nugget of truth behind them. Um, uh, after Kevin Carter, it's Tsunami, which I imagine has made Steve's top ten, if not, like, top one. I don't know if it's actually going to crack. Nope. Don't spoil all it. All right, okay, don't all right, all right. After Tsunami, this is, this is another mm. good reason to buy compilations, maybe, is that after Tsunami comes the masses against the classes. Mm. Um, so they're obviously also collecting some of their standalone singles and uh, putting them into a package, which is good. But this did that did get to number one, so fair enough. Also, one of their greatest hits, yeah. Yeah. Um, after greatest. that, overrated. After <laughs> you liked it. Oh, do you know? What, shut up. Shut overrated. up. Overrated. I can say it's overrated, even if I liked it. Overrated a bit. by who? You. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a good song. I don't. We think used it's one it as their... our. We used it as one of the four tracks to for the Idols people because it's Idols. Yeah, they loved it, yeah and they? it was Haley's favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Overrated. I'm. What nice guys. Oh, they were great people. Lovely, lovely, lovely people. Lovely, great, lo- Best friends. Yeah. Greatest guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> after the Mass Against Classes, it's from Despair to Where. Oh fuck off. <laughs> He says as far away from the mic as he possibly could. Um, uh, do you not I'm going to be honest me... with you. I don't remember which one Despair to Wear right, is. We, yeah, <laughs> you're going to need to play a little me. bit from Despair to Wear. Yeah, I need yeah, help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I write this alone in my bed. I pause in every room in my house. The place yeah. is quiet and so alone. Pretend there's something worth waiting for. Banger. Yeah. yeah it's Holy, good, isn't it? It's off yeah. the Holy Bible, right? No, that's off no. Go Against the Soul. Oh. Yeah, yeah, good song. I <laughs> Lucas, that's a that few is, songs on Gats that, that I don't I actually called it Gats. Yeah, sorry. Amazing. There's a few songs on God Against the Soul that the the titles will blur together and I can't remember which one's which. Mm, I mean, that's that that's the case of me song. for everything prior to the most recent album we covered. Lucas, when we went yeah. through God Against the Soul, that was your least favourite track on the record. That's a you okay. said it did that, absolutely nothing for you and you named it that, as one of your least favourite tracks. That must have been a good album then. <laughs> because that song's oh, not... God. Oh, that, he's going to change his rating. Oh, that, no. song isn't, that song isn't terrible. Like No, you just said it was... Song. You didn't say it was terrible. You said it was nothing. And so therefore... Oh, it, yeah, but compared to some of the shit I've nothinged more recently, <laughs> like compared to some of the songs I've since had to listen to, that is like... A masterpiece. Carefully, because you'll upset that guy on Twitter. <laughs> I'm just now just going through the playlist, the track list of Gold Against the Soul. I mean, from... Uh, from what's, yeah. the, what's that? Just Spare to Wear again? Yeah, from Despair to Wear. It's great. I feel like it's better than Drug, Drug, Druggy. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
It's better than nostalgic Pusheed. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Uh, it is. Greatest. It's, it's, not, it's not better than Symphony of Tourette, because obviously that song is a masterpiece. Oh, let's not go through Gold no, Against yeah, the Zone. No, What's next? Oh, right? Symphony of Tourette, though, great song. Right, I, think yeah. I, missed, yeah. I think I might have missed that off my top ten, and that should be at number one, I think. Lucas. So. Yeah. Well, every, all of our... I should say that all of our number ones are obviously uh, Life Becoming a Landslide, which uh, I've not... Included just for the sake of you know being able to get more tracks in there. Um, sure. The next, the next, Sean. The next song yeah. is uh, the greatest. Hits. The other uh, new track, which is "Door to the River." Lucas likes about that one <laughs> that, that, that it sounds like Radiohead. It does sound a bit like Radiohead. Yeah, it does. Um, how, how is there any particular instruments or anything that you liked uh, on that song, Lucas? There's some nice drums, actually. Yeah, yeah, okay. drums. Yeah, yeah, that's an instrument. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else? Is the voice an instrument? Well, that's an interesting question. Um, I, uh, it's it could a be. stringed instrument. Yeah. Oh, is this? Oh, is there strings on that song? Oh, there are some strings on that oh, song. Let me check my notes. Strings for days. Yes. Oh, yep. yeah. I think Greatest I put strings hits. in all caps and put it in bold. Mm, yes. Yeah, I think I quite. Lo- I think that song is. I think I described it as quite lovely. Oh, it's yeah. It's it's a delicious song. Uh, I've uh, got beautiful written down there. Yeah, and sounds like a Radiohead ripoff. I. Love yes. this song so much, really. That today at work I listened to it seven times. <laughs> I if I don't know if I'm allowed to put it on my top ten, which I haven't because it's yeah, of course not you can up so far. Well, I haven't now. All right, great. But I love this song. It's really good. Like even the title alone is such a beautiful combination of words, and I don't uh, know why. Yeah, I did write. What the fuck is the door to the? River? I don't care. Not sure. But I've got this lovely nature image of my in my head of like like overgrown branches and, and bushes and trees and things and then you come out and it's just a clearing and it's the like river. a Beatrix Potter book is what you're thinking. yes <laughs> yes <laughs> um interestingly this is left over from know your enemy is it though oh yeah it oh. wasn't the second half of the album or something gonna be called it's gonna to be river? called door to the river and this Shouldn't would have been they the put it on know your enemy and not album. put on some of the bad, bad songs that are on that album. <laughs> You're going to hate like my the, top ten. I like that. Yeah. 
<laughs> I like that this song is separate from that album because it just exists as this really. Yeah, I worry if it, I worry if it was stuck at the end of that album, I might have not given it the time of day as much as I did on this. But it's the second yeah. new track on a greatest hits that's not even the single they released for the greatest hits. So actually, well, it's, I want it's... them therefore to write an album around this song and make it all sound <laughs> like this because I love it. Yeah. But it is a bit hidden. His voice is wonderful in this. Oh, it's James, so good. James's voice. He has little flourishes at the end of some lines. Um, and I can't think of them now off the top of my head, but he just does little things at the end, and it's just so yeah. beautiful. And another one that I wouldn't, I would say, could have come off. This is my truth, or even um, everything must go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it does have that touch of everything must go, especially with the strings. Um, it yeah. is for me like I, I think it's really great, but it would have been unsuccessful. I think if they had released it as a single, because it is quite weird. It is like again yeah. a, an experiment in sort of structure like there was on the second half of Know Your Enemy, and there's no chorus. Like, you you have the verses where he will say something and then repeat Door to the River, and then when all the strings explode, mm. every time that happens, the lyrics are completely different. Yeah, but I'd like that there's just a swell of yeah, strings yeah, every yeah. now and again. And, and this song is swell. What a swell song. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's lovely. It's delightful. Very I quite like uh, it. Yeah, I, I really. I, I think like so. We all agree that the two new tracks are good, and that this one's the better of the two. Yep, that's interesting. We're reaching some kind of weird accord after the uh, divisive split of the last album. Maybe. I mean, don't worry, because we've got our top tens to go through. And <laughs> I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to your to your guys's top tens. I've never been as excited about anything on this podcast Mine's as, so... as each other's top tens. Sure. Yeah. You Mine like is so predictable. Yeah, and also it means we're yeah. only going to talk about the good songs. Well, in my case. Yeah, I'm not sure you're going to agree with that when it comes to my <laughs> top ten. <laughs> After Door yeah. to the River, it's uh, what I assume, and don't say anything, Lucas, I assume it's Lucas's number one, it's Everything Must Go, which is just one of their greatest hits. I would probably say it is one of their yeah. greatest hits. Absolutely. I forgot that song existed when I did my top ten. Oh no! How would you forget a song? Did you not like carefully go through every their album, discography, yeah. and like check for songs? Carefully. Then again, Very you did good. say that you put almost no time into your top ten, and you were surprised Sorry. that me and Adam were putting so much effort. Well, this is it. like yeah. this is like the playlists that we did for for listeners, where um, Lucas and I agonised over it. It caused us great amounts of stress, and you know. Uh, all of that stuff, and I think couldn't narrow it down to a few enough tracks. Yeah, Steve did it in about ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because I, I mean, Adam, I mean, just to tell you how the sausage is made. Adam basically sent me and Steve both a playlist of these are the songs that you individually described as your favorite songs on each album. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're really flicking the wizard's bean at this point. But I didn't. Oh, oh dear. Greatest hit. <laughs> but I didn't. Uh... <laughs> But I didn't really follow that that much because, I mean, yeah, my favourite song off an album I didn't rate might not really warrant being in the top ten. And actually, Adam missed some key songs. Whereas I very much went by Adam's playlist. You just went, here's Adam's playlist. I'm going to reorder it a bit and say and say thank you, Adam. I love that bit, Lucas yeah. has taken that as Adam missed some key songs and not I didn't consider my answers to our favourite tracks carefully enough. That's fine. Well, no, but how have you not considered that my top ten might be nine tracks from Everything Must Go? Yeah, of course. And yeah, so yeah. my top two off each album doesn't make a top ten. Did no, you think was... maybe, Lucas, that Adam gave us that as a prompt? Just a little, and not... little bit of help. I ignored it. Adam, if you haven't noticed, I've unsubscribed to that playlist. Just a, just uh, a, I, met, just a I made bit of my own. Just a little bit of help. I made my own. 
just just something <laughs> nice I did. Just something nice I did, like that time I made you a country music playlist and sent it to you, and you went, "I didn't ask for this. What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I've not listened to that no, a single time. Whatever, mate. I still have. I listened to it a few <laughs> yeah, times. It's really good. It's good and it? it wasn't for me. Adam, re- resend it to me, and I'll give it a bloody listen. Yeah, whatever. Narrator's voice. He, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. I promise. Ish. After okay. everything must go, it is faster. Mm. Um, the only mm. track on here from the Holy Bible. That's wrong. Me. Doesn't surprise me. Um, I I think that probably makes sense yeah, for it a does greatest hit. It's of a like difficult singleness. Yeah, and it's yeah. A what were the singles album. off that album? Um, it the singles off of that album were faster. She is suffering. No, revol. Oh, definitely not. And PCP, I think. Oh, fuck no. Yeah, like, I mean, what do, what do you even include on a greatest hits from the Holy Bible? It's such a... Four cents, seven pounds. A singular piece of work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So these, and these, what, yeah. see, this, is, this isn't just the greatest hits, this is the singles. There's nothing on here apart from the two new songs that weren't singles. Well, that is the difference between a greatest hits and the best of, is that greatest hits are always just singles. Oh, because they're the because it's hits. like the top charting yeah. hits, basically. Yeah. Whereas best of is we consider these our best songs. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to leave off some shit yeah. singles that we released in error. Manics have but never done pleased, a best of. I am pleased that they have called it something and not just Manic Street Preachers, the greatest hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, well, I've now made a best of, so everyone can subscribe to that. Excellent. Sure. Well, that's that's part of their um, uh, pretentiousness showing through. Is that they had to call it something like. Forever delayed, mm. like they couldn't call it the greatest hits of the Manic Street Preachers. I, I, I'm on board with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's, on board with yeah, that as well. Me too. Yeah. I mean, even if they called it Forever Delayed colon, do you know what I the hate? The greatest hits. <laughs> you know what I hate? Well, don't call it. Don't talk about your colon. Um, do you know what I hate when bands? I do have my trousers off. Do you know yeah, what's infuriating true. is that um, when bands call it um, self-titled albums, I hate that. No, I love that. Do you know what? I love that. I, when if you've been given a creative choice where you can name something and have sort of an artistic decision over something in terms of, in terms of calling an album a name Yeah, don't just call it Manic Street Preacher. The only times I feel like is appropriate to do a self-titled album is either your first album, mm. incorrect your last album, if you really really mm. promise you're not going to release another one sure <laughs> and Greatest Hits but yeah like, tra- like, like album 6 out of 11 being called Whatever. No, that's cool. I can't, I can't the, think of a name for band. The uh, band um, Lit. Queen! Queen! <laughs> like, why? The, the band Lit called their fourth album Lit. Well, I'll tell you why. Um, Lazy. No, yeah. I think that that usually means that that's the band making the statement like, this is the ultimate version of us. Yeah, and I, I but then totally that, agree But then, yeah, fine, if that's your last album, fine. But otherwise you're then saying everything after this is but, going but then they go downhill. It, <laughs> they should also call it Manic Street Preachers, the ultimate version. <laughs> well, no, we've got, we've got the, what have we got? The original, no. What are some of the versions that we've got from, uh, the old, from the, some of the older albums? Cut this. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> There's like the, uh, the oh, I can't fucking remember. Don't worry about it. He tried something. Oh, uh, no, there is something. We talked about it. It's one of our greatest hits. <laughs> I'm well, sorry, I, have, I really want to. Now I have to leave it there in. Was, there was like the primary version or something of one of their songs. 
You're thinking of the Lighthouse Family episode. I'm thinking was... of the Lighthouse yeah. Family episode. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, there was four different names and stuff. Great. Yeah. Oh, that that is one of our greatest hits. That, that is arguably our greatest hit. The most irritating thing about cool. um uh, about the, the this greatest hits episode is that um the Manic Street Preachers have done lots of old songs and included two new things, but we're just doing loads of old bits and not doing anything yeah. new. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just the yeah, same yeah. old shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Lucas like got naked. That's new. That's true. Uh, I'm not fully naked. After faster, yeah. it's little baby nothing. Um, oh, yeah. uh, but an edited version yeah. some of these are the edited versions so like uh, Motorcycle Emptiness is an edited version Ooh, you, how long is it now? Uh, it's like four minutes and something it's disgusting I'd be interested to hear that because it doesn't feel like it's as long as it is the original version mm. let's do it the other day and it's great um, after Little Baby Nothing it's a theme from MASH Suicide is Painless yeah fair that was a hit it was a hit yeah. and they're collecting yeah. like singles um, up next is the only song from Know Your Enemy. Um, if you were to put a song from Know Your Enemy on the greatest hits, what would it be? It'd be Found That Soul or Ocean Spray. Okay. Lucas, what do you think? Do you agree with that? or You mean greatest hits, not my? No. Some yeah, but, but all, all, also like something that you think like would sum up that album or like give a positive light of that album. You've got one track... I would have thought they'd put on Ocean Spray. I'm going to guess yeah. it's going to have been like, I don't know. It's so why is so it, sad. Is it Miss Europa? Oh. It's so why okay. so sad. Uh, a hit um, in terms of the chart, but one of the weirdest songs they could have put on there, I think. Um, Especially the divisive nature of that song. Exactly. Like, yeah. I read today how much they used to slag it off on stage. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah. it sounds like a shit Christmas song, doesn't it? <laughs> Fuck off, Lucas. Um, <laughs> yeah, just all the old bits. Uh, after that, it's The Everlasting. Uh, again, an edited version. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then the last track is Motown Junk, their first uh, standalone single. Uh, a perfectly good, good uh, compilation. I think. Yeah, Toit. Yeah, Toit. Um, I think I'd listen to that album, actually. Didn't they... If, did, I feel dip, like dip. the two... Tolerate was on there, right? Yeah, and yeah. any, anything, and any was, like, marked sort of... Uh, well, that's what I'm trying to think. Was omissions. Tolerate was on there, and if... You, uh, that's the same song. Uh, Design for Life was on there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I forgot you mentioning it. Um, I think it's missing Stay Beautiful. Um... I think it's missing uh, some stuff from the Holy Bible, but I do kind of get why they didn't put it on there. I think I guess they want for for greatest hits they want commercial success to a point. Otherwise, why yeah. do you put this together? So therefore, they're not going to put stuff a lot off the album that's mainly about the Holocaust I, and suicide. I suppose, and likewise, so, yeah. not the original album, which only people really know that Motorcycle Emptiness is a track. Yeah. If, you, if you're talking about the masses. Against the classes, the classes. Um, the, um, the the you know the, the the albums that have the most tracks on here are uh, Everything Must Go and This Is My Truth. Tell me yours. What a surprise! Interestingly, yeah, yeah. Steve, just to go back to a previous point, This Is My Truth. Tell me yours was originally going to be called Manic Street Preachers. Well, I'm so there glad it wasn't. Yeah, I do think um, This Is My Truth is a better title. I've just thought of a glaring omission. Uh, you're going to say repeat stars and stripes because we're doing I'm... the greatest hits. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Um, it's it's damn dog. Uh, okay, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Thank you for your input. Um, or the mash song that was on there. 
Yeah, we we just talked about Thank that. you for your input. Well, the MASH song? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Suicide what? is painless. Suicide is painless. Yeah, we yeah, just we, talked we about just, it. We just talked about it. Did, are you joking? No. Are you, are you fucking with me? No. no. Lucas, are you okay? Genuinely must have just blacked out. It was out. between yeah. Little Baby Nothing and So Why So Sad. No, there was. You didn't say anything between those two songs. Yeah, okay. yeah he just went. So <laughs> it's going to be very interesting when Lucas listens to this back and rediscovers a part of his life that he experienced. Yeah, because we're going to record it specifically to make him think he's gone insane. Yeah, exactly. Right? He'll never know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Greatest hits. So they are <laughs> at this point in their career deciding to very much <laughs> play it safe and have a look. Have a look back. At what they've accomplished, so much like we're doing on this episode. Exactly, oh. I and mean, it turns out we've accomplished nothing. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> I've lost my mind on this episode. Maybe Adam was sorry. right. Maybe we should have stopped doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, this is a good sorry, one to Adam. go out on if we do want to stop. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. So, I think it would be good to for us to also have uh, a look back and consider what we have learned so far. Um, this puts them at. About by by the time that um, the uh, the best of has come out, it had been eleven years since their debut had come out. Generation Terrorists, so it, it's about a decade's worth of music because they didn't release anything other than this in two thousand and two. So they're looking back at like the first decade of their career, and looking back and thinking on um, your perceptions of Manic Street Preachers before coming onto this podcast, and thinking about them in terms of um, sort of like a band that went through the 90s. Uh, what were your feelings on Manatory Preachers in general as opposed to what they were before we started doing this? What are they now? Yeah. Do you mean? Well, they've become such a big part of my life since... When did we start recording? Uh, November. So, yeah, so half a year that I can't get away from the fact that and I'm going to hate myself for saying this, but they're one of my favourite bands at the moment. Mm, yes, okay. Because Ooh. because maybe from oversaturation of, of no, literally having... No, it's just that they're very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've never really considered music as much as I have with a band before, because maybe because we have to. But um, certainly learning the context and history about the band, it's just been opening. And um, it's a very interesting career. For sure, you can't mm. get away from that, whether you like them or not. And um, and yeah, there's there's some great stuff in there that I would never have listened to before, and therefore I I like them. Wow, that's a yeah. big thing. What was your perception of the manics before, came... before you before we started doing this? Like that um, band that I'm obsessed with must have been that one of band your that things. released the greatest album ever. Send away the tigers. Sure, sure. Sorry. I cannot wait to get to that album and to fucking hate it. Yeah. I hope I like it because it's better it's nice it's nicer to enjoy an album than to hate it. But for the sake of pissing off Steve, yeah. I can't wait to hate I it. I actually think Lucas Imperial will like <laughs> I think Lucas but I, I, will like I know it. one song off that album though. So. You'll have a loan, yeah. I'm guessing. Um before love alone. Yeah that great. Oh, I thought you were gonna do the whole thing. It's been some um, great. It's not enough, not enough. <laughs> <laughs> um before coming in yeah i i like obviously i'd heard that yeah it was that band you were obsessed with mm. and therefore i and i joke about that album and stuff but and i went to a couple of shows and it's really fun but it was very much a um 
a band you were obsessed with that I didn't mind. Right, Does that make sense? yeah. I would never, ever have gone away and listened to them personally. Sure. Unless we were listening to them together in your car. Or Apart whatever. from Send Away the Tigers, presumably. Apart, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even that, I mean... No, but I can't didn't... tell if you're joking now. Would you yeah, no. actually go and listen to Send Away the Tigers yeah. of, a, of a Thursday? I did, yeah. Um, yeah, fine. yeah. Um, but again, maybe... I'd probably listen to that album more with Adam than I would have done on my own. Right, it was like always on in my car that year. Yeah, yeah, yes, hundred percent. Especially lead up to those gigs we went to, etc. Yeah, yeah. These days, and driving half home, a car and driving home. Them. Well, this is the thing: is at the time we would drive home from college, yeah, and we just have send away the tigers on, you know. Yeah, but we are getting ahead so of again, ourselves. That is outside weirdly, of what we're talking it's about. like a, a nostalgic memory for me, and I, I don't know if I've talked about how I enjoy that feeling. Have I told you about that? I think we have talked about it a little bit on oh, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucas, what did you think about the Manic Street Regions? What? <laughs> he said, uh, Lucas, what do you think about the Manic Street Regions? Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, well, like, same, similar, I'm not going to say I can't help but say they're one of my favourite bands. No, I'm not expecting you not. to... Yeah. But, but yeah, I, like, I'm, I listen to them probably the second most of any artist at the moment, right? But that's uh, not necessarily by choice, is it? That's because no, we that's not. Can't, it can't help that they are now a huge part of my yeah. musical, and will always be now. Like I, I'm not going to just yeah. forget about them because yeah. <laughs> I've gone so in depth about them. Even when they're gone, I won't just suddenly be like wipe them from the memory. That's true. Like they yeah. are now a substantial band. You to did me. send us a screenshot on our group chat of look what I'm making everyone listen to in the office. And it was everything must go, right? It was yeah. everything must go. <laughs> so you chose to do that. I chose to put on everything must go yeah. in the office. I mean, obviously, you had the perception that it was a dad rock band. I think you mentioned yeah, this to Russ and I Hayley. Would say, I would say that what I thought of Know Your Enemy is probably what I was expecting to, to just think of it all, which was, oh, it's just another fucking boring rock song, all right? fine yeah which was my yeah. opinion of the last half of no your enemy much to adam's chagrin mm. good, word. good word um bar the few songs that i knew and were like oh yeah they're sort of anthemic popular anthems sort of thing i was like i sort of imagined it to just be a lot of boring pop rock um, and easy. and and did, did did you have that confirmed for you or or were there some surprises no but then now if if no your enemy trajectory continues it does not I'll be sad oh interesting which which is one of the things that i personally really like about the manics is that um i mean we've listened to six albums now and we'll rank them in a second and they all sound pretty distinct and yeah. and different yeah yeah um, i uh and i've now got you know in making my top 10 i just basically banged on all possible contenders of songs that i would even consider mm. to be in some and so now i've basically got my own manics best of that's nice. Oh, that's very exciting. And it's like 30 tracks long. And they're all the same one. <laughs> and it's, yeah, yeah. they're all uh, Door to the River. Repeat Stars and Strike. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> they're all insert bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and actually, and even saying that, that was st- that's still me being fairly, you know, I was still picking them based on I would put this in a, you know, potentially put this in a, like, realistically, so it could be. There are still some, some others that, like, yeah, you wouldn't songs mind if aren't... they came on shuffle or whatever. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when this is all said and done, I will remove all Mannix from my library, but I'll keep a smattering. Interesting. And obviously on our final episode, we will um, go through what that Do a track by track of every single song. Do... <laughs> 
We'll go through what six that six year episode. <laughs> six year episode. We'll go through yeah, what that like, smattering I is. I, like I wouldn't say they're one of my favorite bands, but I wouldn't say I. I would say I like them. Yeah, if you're at a party and like everything must go came on, or at your wedding, who you're at a is wedding, playing everything must go at a party? What party? Yeah, do you like, know? I, like, do you know what I mean? Like, if it came on and you weren't, you didn't select that, and it's one of the ones you quite like from it, you'd be like, yeah, yeah. I will. I am debating putting a manic song on the playlist for my wedding. Big. That's massive. But I don't think any would Ooh. get the room going enough. So it's I think the I'm intense humming of evil. Yeah. It? Have you not heard the intense humming of evil? Yeah, it's a good song. Um, <laughs> First the, the problem is any. Any song that I would want to put on during the like the party part of my wedding wouldn't everyone else wouldn't give a fuck about. Well, I tell you what, mate. Yeah, small black flowers that grow in the sky. That's what you want to. Oh, put. lovely. That's what because realistically, put. the songs that most people at that wedding would know would be like uh, designed for life. Yeah, sure. You still Which the aren't my the sort of songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you've gone yeah, from like yeah, yeah, yeah. knowing three or four songs. To uh, so knowing them more intently than any band bar one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is quite the uh, mine's quite the mine's any band. <laughs> you you know them better than any band right now. Well, in terms of history, the, I like, suppose that so, in yeah. depth. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I do think that they are a very interesting band. Um, yeah, and they are definitely interest. Like they are definitely those. You know. I don't, I don't know if the interesting level will continue as they get older. Well, and that's what I was gonna going to say. I would say that the first 10 years are the most interesting section of their yeah. career. Because I can't imagine... Well, obviously, a band starting is always going to be interesting. And then I can't imagine then having a key member leave, having to deal with the fallout of that, writing albums where you actively are dealing with that and also yeah. trying to change very intentionally. And then coming up with that, I can't imagine that sea change dealing happening. dealing with a height of success and then that coming yeah. off the back of that as well unless something massive changes like bloody nicky wire leaves the band but i'm pretty sure that doesn't yeah, I'm happen sure that doesn't don't happen. make me cry <laughs> um who would if you could replace oh that's a hard no question. that's a horrible <laughs> question i would say the band would have to end yeah you can't you couldn't replace one of them you can't get rid of another one of them yeah you can't like it was. It was uh, an act if you're of BBC News right now, guys. No, 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 no. Of course, no, 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 no
so basically you both like them so far yeah yeah i have i have put them on by choice when i haven't had homework to do and now the podcast can end because that's all i wanted to hear and uh we live in urban hell like today so i i did my top 10 this morning and then i got on with some work yeah and i just listened to it yeah yeah. Even though I'd already made it, I wasn't relitigating it or anything. I just was like, oh, I might as well stick it on. Well, now. they're good songs. It. They're your 10 favourite Manic Street Well, I think I actually it. put on the, the bigger playlist with oh, the like 30. Oh, yeah, he's going deep. He loves them. They're his favourite band. Deep cuts. I'm very threatened by you shouting deep cuts at me. <laughs> oh. You are a hot boy. He's showing I'm so hot. I'm just, I'm just pointing at sweat patches on my... Oh. Jesus. Oh, it's, oh, it's got sexy again. It's the stress of recording. It's so warm. Brighton, you guys are, are near Southampton and I'm in Brighton. Uh, Brighton is like pretty cold today. I'm fine here and my house is, is warm. Uh, no, today, today isn't a particularly hot day compared to the scorching days we've had. What recently. a bloody <laughs> cracker. Mm. That's some bloody oh. scorchers. I tell you what, but if Glastonbury just... had happened... Oh, it may not have been that pleasant, uh, heat-wise. It was pretty hot last year. Yeah, though. 2019 was an absolute scorcher, and this looked yeah, to be the same. Yeah, when I went, when I went in 2010... 2010 was a hot was one. fucking hell, it was painful. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Who did you see I'd in 2010? I'd take that over rain any day. Obviously, yeah, oh, definitely. Obviously, I'll Muse. I'll take over rain. Oh, no, 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 no. I like the rain at Glastonbury. No, absolutely. What were you saying about who just said Muse? What, 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 what? You said something about Muse? <laughs> I was, I was going to ask who you saw in 2010, because obviously you saw Muse. Um, Did you see Stevie uh, Wonder? I he headlined. He headlined the Sunday. No, uh, I didn't Disgusting. see any headliner on the Sunday. Okay, show me the Stevie Wonder. I Good went one. and saw Rodrigo y Gabriela. And where then were they playing? West Holtz. Oh, I think it was West Holtz. Mm. And then I just sort of sauntered off to like Shangri La and, and all that, and we just sort of had a bit of an evening. Beautiful. I, I, that was the only night I got pissed at the festival. I spent the whole time not having a, not having a drop of the devil's nectar. Because <laughs> I, because at that point in my life, I couldn't handle anything in my brain. Right. Uh, I borderline couldn't make going to the festival because I was too fucking anxious. Oh, yeah. uh, really? But I, I dragged myself there. Uh, but on the last night, I think because I knew I was going home the next day, I sort of relaxed a bit more and we like went out and nice. got pissed. And, like, that's so really did interesting. Party, that's the, did the party side more. That's the opposite of my Glastonbury experience, which is I spend the whole time pissed, except yeah, for the Sunday night. <laughs> it was a particular... T- like now, I wouldn't... I would be, I'd just get pissed whenever, but... Mine's I, like a fucking at that, roller coaster. At that, at that point, I just couldn't hack it. I couldn't Steve's last Glastonbury Mine, mine is insane. first night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, who else did I see? My nights are super heavy, chill, super heavy, yeah, chill, yeah. super heavy, super heavy, like along those lines. We always, but, I mean, we queue overnight in the on the Tuesday so that we can get in there yeah, nice I've and early for no reason uh, at yeah, all, other than we no wanted reason. to start earlier. Um, yeah. And then we peak the Wednesday night because we're oh so excited and we're so tired that the, the, the Wednesday night is always the heaviest. And then we spend the rest of the weekend recovering. I would maybe counteract that because the Thursday is when we see Lloyd Grossman's band. That's true. And I remember being off my head <laughs> watching Lloyd Grossman on his knees also, shredding. Also, Thursday is the day that I play so that I can't, I can't get that drunk oh, on yeah, that's Thursday true. night. Yeah. Um, Wait, what are we doing? Sorry, I, we're think, going I mean, I was telling you who I saw at Glastonbury 2010, but then we just thought, fuck Yeah, I'm actually not that interested, yeah. turns out. I named one band. <laughs> it turns I out, named Rodrigo, Gabriella and Muse. Turns out I only asked you so I could talk about it myself. 
Yeah. Um, oh, fair enough. Shall Ranking we? albums, yeah, right? We? I saw Gorillas. Gorillas were fucking excellent. Interesting. So just, okay, let's continue on this line because that is widely regarded Didn't to be... Didn't go down well. Yeah, a very poor set. Yeah, no, I thought it was fucking... Obviously, they were fact, a last-minute replacement. Yeah, in fact, looking at the four, I saw I saw the, the the top four of that stage, so I just stayed there. I saw Snoop Doggy Dog. Right. I saw Vampire Weekend. I saw Dizzy. Mm-hmm. And Vampire then, Weekend are great. Yeah, and then I saw, and Lovely in the Sun, oh, Summer's yeah, Day, yeah, yeah. delightful band. And then Gorillaz, who, yeah, were fucking excellent. I think the reason a lot of people didn't like that set was because they played a lot of New stuff. Plastic Beach. Yeah. And I really really like plastic beach and had listened to it extensively before seeing them so i it wasn't like what's this new shit i knew it all right and, but they, they also the only, had like great guests as well they had like oh yeah they had like marky every smith single and guest lou reed and that every Sol. guest they would need apart from the uh moss def had to pull out at the last minute Ugh. so moss def was supposed to headline a different stage he probably jump in he moved his slot to then be second from headline so that he could be in Gorilla's set because obviously they were a late addition. Mm. But then his dad died on the day and he oh, left no. the festival. He didn't. And so he didn't do his own set and he didn't perform with Gorillas. So when, when they would have used Mostef, they used different people, including Snoop Doggy Dog. Mm. Nice. I also think what contributed to the, the lesser sort of reaction to Gorillas is the fact that people were disappointed that you 2 weren't playing anymore. I was very very happy about that. I'm sure you were, yeah. I, I, I was at the uh, time, like, um, but since... I, I also went to the festival in 2011 when U2 did play. Um, and, me and Lucas. And since then, uh, I have become a U2 fan and regret not going. Yeah. I spent the Sunday basically on the other stage looking at the sound, uh, the, the track, the bloody, whatever you call it. Lineup. Lineup. Because mm. I watched Grizzly Bear, We Are Scientists, MGMT, LCD Sound System. Oh, that's a very 2010 lineup. It's a very yeah. 2010 <laughs> lineup. And then fucked off and went to see Rodrigo Gabriella and then went and got pissed. I would say We Are Scientists is about three years too late. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I love We Are Scientists. Big fan. And I was with, I was there with Joe, who, as we know, was a big old big, fan. Uh, a big fan of We Are Scientists. Mm. Love and Squalor. Is that the album? Sure. Why uh, not? Yeah, great album. They play recently or soon or it's been or it's been postponed. They've, I've, the album. I've, I've seen posters up in London for them playing that whole album and I would like to go, but no one would go with me because I'll no go. one... Oh, uh, anyone else wouldn't go with me. <laughs> <laughs> I could Luke, do... I think, I, I'll go. I could do Glastonbury lineup chat all day. Um, yeah, let's go. And all of Albums the swaps ranks. and the people who ended up stepping in for other people I find really interesting. Um, I just want to talk about the cider bus. Yeah, the cider bus. That time that uh, Metallica headlined, even though they weren't supposed to. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. Anyway, we oh, should... Oh, I also saw a little band. They are called Muse. Ah. They headlined the Pyramid Stage on the Saturday, and I think I probably saw them. Yeah, probably. Uh, mm. At what I rank at the very bottom of the Muse so it shows up into. <laughs> wow. They never go over well at Glastonbury, ever. Uh, Glastonbury 2004 is a seminal Muse gig, and you can absolutely yeah, but not for like I... not for like people who like are fans of the festival rather than Muse. Mm. Uh, no, they went down really, really well because that was like I they... really enjoyed their set when I saw them at Glastonbury. Which, that was when it was it yeah, was the year when it right? rained really, really, really bad, and they basically expected no one to want to go and watch them because it was like boggy, and they were like, 
we're not going to get the people coming to see us. And then fucking everyone did. And it was the best. And you can shut up. <laughs> Albums okay. ranked. Well, yeah. Let's do some uh, album ranking. Who would like to go first? We have put our albums in order of preference. We're going to go through them from bottom to top. Let's start with uh, let's start with Steve, Mister Reliable, Boring. Steve. Yeah, let's get Steve out of the way. Are we going to do the right, same? Yeah, with, yeah, are we yeah. going to do the same with the top ten as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number six. Number because it's six, right? Know your enemy. Okay, fuck you. It's fine. Okay, it's well, fine. I didn't. It didn't make me Steve, angry. Steve, Steve, yeah. go fuck yourself. Number okay. five. Generation Terrorist. So you prefer Generation Terrorist to Know Your Enemy? Yeah. That's very interesting. Because it's metal. Yeah, it isn't it? Isn't I think you guys are going to have the same dead last, aren't you? Um, okay, okay. Number five, Generation Terrorists. Okay, okay. 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 <laughs> Number four. Yeah. Number four is Gold Against the Soul. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. Very middly out of the ones we've done, right? Um, now, now came between three and two of which ones to put first because I still see these albums in my head as similar which I don't think you will and you gave them both the same score as well didn't you yes yeah so I've gone number three this is my truth tell me yours okay um it's great but I think everything must go just has something slightly over that so that comes in at number two what do you think that is in terms of in terms of anthems, yeah, maybe, and kind of, we talked know, about the low old... points of "This Is My Truth," um, kind of like "I'm Not Working" and "Symm." Yeah, yeah, right. And and I think everything must go clicked sooner than "This Is My Truth." Right, for okay. Me. Yeah. I had to really try with "This Is My Truth," and it ended up being great. But everything must go was a was an instant clicker. Did you just say everything gustmo? Yeah. Everything? Did you? Everything gust? No, I, I don't know. Pretty sure you I don't did. Know if I'd... Pretty sure okay. you did. I have had a drink. Okay. Um, Which means one that the Holy Bible one is the Holy Bible, and that is the correct choice, Steve. Yeah. Well like, done. Again, like it's just a. I can't get over the fact that it's a piece of art, and it's a piece. Right. It, that's yeah. probably the best way to put it. It's very much. An object. We talked about at the time yeah. it, it not being necessarily the most enjoyable album to listen to, but it is a very interesting album to listen to. Big yawn from Lucas. Yeah. Um, it. And uh, I can't yeah. get away from the artistic aspect of that album, mm. and I would have to put it at number one. There we go. Good. It's me. Shit. Lucas, would you like to go next, or shall I go next? I'll go next. Okay. But I don't have my list yet. I don't. I haven't ranked them. I'm looking at them now and trying to do it in my head. Well, but I can about, do that out loud. How about I? How about I do mine? Because I sure? yeah, because I have ranked mine. Uh, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do that in preparation because I just thought, oh yeah, I'll go off my scores and I know what the ranking is. But now actually, has there I, been a my, spanner in the works? Well, I just. Uh, I feel like all my scores might be just wrong. Oh God. All right, we're gonna we're gonna save you till last then. Um, Number six. I'm not gonna rescore them. Don't worry. Number six for me. Generation terrorists. Expected. Uh, I like it. It's fine. Good songs and also very long and some bad songs. Number five. Gold against the soul. 
because it's fine and it's fun. And it's yeah. shorter than Generation Terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, yeah. Number four, this is my truth, tell me yours. Um, which makes it seem like like that I don't like it, but it's still, I think, no, a really no, good album. Because we're now into the run of four t- 10 out of 10 albums in a row for you, aren't we? <laughs> not, Those last three have been the same as a run of mine, apart from Know Your Enemy. Yeah. So, anyway, carry Well, on. speaking yeah. of, number three, Know Your Enemy. Um, I just love that album. It's so fucking mad. And then uh, I had a similar thing that you had with uh, Everything Must Go and This Is My Truth, which is I have to decide between... The two albums that I gave 10 out of 10 to, which is Everything Must Go in the Holy Bible. So at number two, Everything Must Go. Yeah. Because, again, like you, Steve, I can't get over, like, the Holy Bible just being, like, this, like, absolute work of something. Yeah, exactly. So number one for me is the Holy Bible. And I'm fair, not to ruin anything, I'm fairly confident that top two or three won't change for me um it'll be interesting to see going forward whether or not anything infiltrates your guys's rankings or top 10 songs uh all right lucas let's do it then i'm finding it do you want some time i'm finding it really hard so you want to do a 16 point rating system i'm finding it really hard (laughs) to uh separate what i think of the album versus like maybe if there's three songs on an album that i fucking you love. should and go I, and i feel bad now. putting that lower even though you know should nah, we just nah, get number it. six out of the way okay number six holy bible great okay great we've <laughs> we've ripped that off like you no, have but to i was uh, that i was That's debating fine. between that i was actually torn between the holy bible and generation terrorists oh okay but you gave yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying i think my scores lower. are Hokum. Because <laughs> <laughs> so actually, you, you don't wish you'd scored more. Re-listening to Generation Greatest Terrorists. hits. <laughs> re-listening to some of Generation Terrorists today when I was trying to make my top 10, I was like, yeah, I, I, I feel like I might have been too generous to it because it was not what I expected. Steve's got it something was... on generous and generation. I can see him. It's, I... it's in his head and there's, there's something. Oh, that is so <laughs> weird for you to say that because it's generous and terrorists. Uh, <laughs> that's so strange that you picked up on that over webcam. I could see you, like your little eyes light up. <laughs> and so, and, and so, I think yeah, that actually is second from bottom because what generation actually, terrorists is because the songs, even though I feel like at the time I rated more songs on it than maybe some other albums, they're actually not as good as I, you know, right? And that album also is very samey yeah very samey and it was i was just happy that it was not a dad rock album i was like oh it's like rocky and fucking like weird and i I do have to say that it's nothing like rocky we did because that's because that's all greatest hits (laughs) strings running Uh, upstairs so the holy bible generation terrorists know your enemy cool gold against the soul this is my truth tell me yours Everything must go. Everything must go. Wow. Nice. Yeah, fair enough. That's That That completely is in line with what I thought you would say. It's interesting that um, Know Your Enemy is in your top five Manix albums. 
That's yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it's not in mine. <laughs> but I, but I do. But that I was also running over that one because you know there are a handful of songs on that album that I think are excellent. Mm. It's not like you to Amanaro over rankings and ratings. Oh, I know. Though, is yeah, it? I know. I just need to just. I need to just like don't feel bad for Miss Europa Disco Dancer. I still love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because the rest of the album is largely not good, I can. I love okay. you still. Right. Please. Um, uh, I just love... Don't ask me to score them. They're, they're I'm not going to. Ranking. I'm not <laughs> going No one's to. doing that. Well, your scores will probably be... That, that is actually in line with your scores. More or less. Mm, yeah, except Generation yep. Terrorist was ranked higher than Know Your Enemy in my original No, score. they're both four. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I re- yeah. re-litigated Generation Terrorist. Not even you know like what's going no, on I don't. with your score. I don't. I don't. Those scores are now in the extended universe and these who ones cares? are now canon. Yeah, who cares? Um, in which case, so we've listened to six albums. They're all, I think they're quite distinct. Do you guys agree with me or do you think they actually, they all sound the same? Nope, I totally agree with you. I still, I I can't get away from This Is My Truth and Everything Must Go being nah, a bit yeah. of a pair. Yeah, same. I, yeah. I sort of, Generation Terrorists and Gold Against the Soul are a little pair and no, then there's, and then there's the Holy Bible and then there's another little pair and then there's, no, your enemy. Okay, that's interesting. Which may pair with the next album. We'll see. Spoiler mm. alert, it absolutely does not. Thank God. Yeah, thank fuck for that. So we've listened. <laughs> I would take 10 more Know Your Enemies. Um, so that means that we are going to think about the, however many songs it is. What is it? It's over 60 songs that we've listened to so far. It's on Generation Terror. It's a lot over 60 songs. <laughs> are, any of the, are any of the albums even 10 tracks long? Yeah, that's why I, I was... Uh, Gold Against the Soul. Yeah. Some. Um, I think it's probably close to 100 songs. So should we do yeah, our we top some 10 songs then? Yeah. Now, Steve, yeah. you did this very quickly. Lucas, you agonised over this. And for me, this drove me fucking mental. This is why Adam wanted to quit the podcast. <laughs> he claimed it was about other things, but actually he was just like, I don't want to be forced to do this. Let's keep going on about it. Um, <laughs> if there's anything that anybody doesn't remember from anybody's top 10, then give me a shout because I can quickly cue them up. All right? Someone say you don't remember all of mine so I can hear <laughs> Steve, do you want to go first? Start at 10 yeah, sure. and work up Number 10. Name the album it comes from as well. Oh, Let's yeah, do this like a proper okay. countdown. Number 10. This is Yesterday from the Holy Bible. Oh. Don't remember it. Play it, please. What <laughs> an absolute banger. Manages to be um, very pretty and disgusting at the same time. I seem to recall ranking that high on that album. Yeah, that was one of this, your favourite from the album. This invokes 
Steve's little nostalgia nubbin. Oh yes, oh. We've, little we've, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Elongated just <laughs> most of your brain. My elongated nostalgia nubbin. I just oh. remember this song. Like you say, it's yeah. Sorry, this song being. You said it's a bit disgusting, but I remember it being such a little breather. It has this and die in the summertime as a double, right? Yeah, yeah. Both nostalgic it's like, songs. It's like coming up from here of like swimming in sewage. <laughs> um, I found these two songs. Well, and, I feel like it's, it's just it's coming up di- from air in still into the sewage like tunnel though. You're not breathing yeah. fresh air. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. But um, God, you hate it, this album so much. <laughs> but, I mean, you did just call it disgusting, Adam. So let's yeah. just go along. Me, with me calling the, the is, album the sewage air isn't really. <laughs> the thing is, is that I like how disgusting that the song is. Yeah, this is it just kind of invokes that. Um, it's called "This Is Yesterday," and I like which is such about a the, Steve title. Yeah, yeah. I like thinking about the past. Oh yeah, all because song. your your present and your future is so much worse than everything in your past. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> no. When I think about my past, it's awful, which is weird. I like other people's pasts, <laughs> and that's why I like music that thinks makes me think about. Uh, a uh, life that wasn't my own. Before we continue with Steve's top ten, I was actually going to ask if we could do something. Got one track uh, in. Is, what did I predict we when got, we first we got before one we track this, in. that you would interrupt my top ten? <laughs> well, no, because I was supposed to suggest this before we got to the ranking, and I forgot. Which is, is it worth us predicting any crossovers? Is there any song that you think will be on every single, all three of our lists? No. I think at the end we should we all as they come up or say, did you think that, that would happen? Otherwise, we're going to, like... But Adam um, thinks no. Adam just I don't straight think, up thinks no. I don't no. think there'll be any song that is on everybody's top ten. I think there will be one. What is that? I won't say. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, point, yeah, good point, point. out. All right, Steve, yeah. Steve yeah. has just put a, yeah. a fly in the... Well, no, not... Steve didn't. Steve correctly pointed out that my plan was stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Yeah? You guys, it's number eight. If Simpsons. you're doing the bit from The Simpsons, number eight. Yeah, yeah. I'm number, do- eight. No, I'm- number eight. Number eight. I'm doing. Eight. I'm doing the bit from um, Revolution Nine by the Beatles. Yeah, Who? I was say the, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Greatest <laughs> hits. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, which was clearly ripping off the Beatles episode. Doesn't matter. Number nine is Life Becoming a Landslide. That's off of oh. You alright, Adam? So that's not number one. Uh, if you do a bit of maths, it could be, you know, like divide it by. Well, we were just saying nine. number oh, okay. eight. If you deduct number eight uh-huh. from nine, you mm, get one. Adam, yes. aren't you just really pleased out of these hundred songs or so that I've become a landslide is in my top ten percent? <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, um, because who can forget if we're talking about greatest hits? Adam's <laughs> fantastic commentary of the song. It's just a bad we song. It's just Play a the clip. Bad um, song. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Or, or let's recreate it. Let's just do oh, it again. God, no, I don't Absolutely have the. Not. I don't have the. It's just a. It's just a pure anthem. Light is in the air. Mm. It's just a great song. Well, it's light is in God the air, and then right? you've got to quickly turn them off so that you can mosh, and then you've got yeah, a fish yeah, around yeah. in your pocket so you can get it out again and light it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, by the way, in case anyone was wondering, it's a hundred and six songs. Thanks, nice. Lucas. Lovely little fact. Number check. eight. Are we happy to move on? Yeah, absolutely. Number eight. He didn't say what album that was on. I'm already fucking with the four. He did, he did. Gold Against the Soul. Wasn't listening. Great. <laughs> Number eight isn't on an album. <gasps> it's The Masses the Against, against the, classes. the Classes. Oh, what a banger. That is a very Steve song, actually. Absolute banger. 
JDB's vocals are insane mm. in the chorus. Um, there's a scream at the crowd. <laughs> there's that obviously, but the scream at the beginning is nuts, mm. um, and it just kind of sticks out as a big fuck you at that point in their career. Definitely, like this is what we're doing now, and I just and the Adam Adam mm. the context. No. Really made me enjoy it more. The masses against the classes, which is not how I would say it. Masses against the classes. No. The masses against the classes. That's an odd way to say it. Number seven. Number seven. Be natural. Oh. What a banger! A song you. Correct me if I'm wrong. A song you didn't like when you first heard it, really. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was the second half of This Is My Truth, right? And I was just very much not on board with it. And then I had that lovely walk in the woods in the sunshine, and this it all clicked in my brain. And my also brain because Adam fuzzy. told you to like it. No, that's not Adam true. did say, "Listen to and Be Natural, and that will make it click." And oh, I'll what a you, boys, it made it click. I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you why that's not true. Because this be rubbing my nubbin again. Okay. <laughs> it be rubbing my elongated. Nostalgic, Nostalgic nubbin. nubbin. Um, Rubbing and... my nubbin. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbing me nubbin. Sorry, my, my fiance's just entered the room and asked me to open a jar. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow, oh it's really is... difficult. Oh, it's really difficult. <laughs> oh, no, go on. Have you noticed that I'm sitting in my pants? He's put a little... What are you oh, using? Yay! Well, well done, done, Lucas, Pop for that. being a sexist. Are oh, you asking what this is? Yeah. This is a really good little, like, you put it and it helps you grip things if you can't open a jar well. It looks oh, like a breast implant. Yeah. Uh, the guitar riff in Be Natural just sends a shiver down my spine. Yeah. And it's just it's just something else. It's lovely. It reminds me of that walk I had. It was a really nice time. Not to spoil it, but this didn't make my top list, but I did consider it which is interesting because mm. at the time I didn't rate it, but everything after Star Bright. Oh yeah, lovely. Yeah. Oh, it just picks up. Yeah. Big, well, it's it's that thing drums. that we talked about that like the the um the verse only makes sense after you've heard the chorus. Yeah. <laughs> so you have yeah. to like give it repeated listens. Uh, again, spoilers, but uh, that was my number eleven. Was being oh, actual, just didn't not quite make the cut. Uh, number, but also. Uh, that should have ended the album it was on, whichever album it was fucking on. I don't remember. You know who agrees with you is our good friend uh, William Bulbs. Um Yeah. You, who? Because if you said his name properly, I might know who you mean. Will Bowles. Will. It's Will. It's Will. It's, Fine. It's, it's Will. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> we might have just had a Twitter follower who's called William Bowles. Bo- I don't know. <laughs> William Bowles. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's, it's an album ender. It's a good album ender, that. And, it, and whatever ended that album, wasn't it? S-M-T-B-Y-T, whatever it's called. Yeah, that's right. South Yorkshire. Yeah. Yeah, I agree that Number that's six. not a great album opener, but I don't think Be Natural is, 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 is the album closer. For, is you, is number six. <laughs> number six is Faster, off The Holy Bible. Oh, what a banger. Two words. Hot banger. Yes. Great song. Nobody Great needs little song. Nobody Nothing needs else to say about it. reminding uh, of faster. Um, you mean me? You mean Lucas doesn't need reminding of faster? No, I mean just generally. Gen- on like nobody needs reminding of it. It's just a massive uh, banger. Yeah, you're right. Nothing else needs saying about that. Continue. Balaclavas, Vic and Bob. <laughs> okay. 
Number is that five. track? Is that track five? I've never. Yeah, heard yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the next. Album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Number five, tsunami. Okay, that Expected. is lower than I thought it would be, though. Really? Okay, yeah. yeah. But then you wait until the next. Four, I thought that was going to breach the top three. Oh, um, sorry. I don't know why that was horrible. Um, the the instruments in this song are just so insane. They are. Um, it's, it's an interesting arrangement. Yeah, just they just. They make it so unique, and I love just that little riff that runs through the entire song, ding, 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 all the way through, even through the um, the chorus. It's got a version of it, and it just it just really tickles that nubbin. That nubbin be tickling. That nubbin's twitching during this. It's nice. Tsunami, come washing over me. Oh. All right, song. Dece. Ooh, Number four. What do you think it is, Adam? Tolerate. Oh, no. I think that Tolerate is number three. Uh, I think that number four is... You stole some off my hat. No surface, all feeling. Correct, Adam. No surface, all feeling. Gonna need a refresher on which song that is. Are you joking? Which album's it off? It's off Everything Must Go. Here it is. Play it, please. Where is my mind? Yeah. Don't know, mate. Steve's falling apart. <laughs> He's air guitaring and crying. What a banger. Dude. Love those Dude. quiet verses. Oh. Like, even just that short clip. Are like, your tears you glassy-eyed? Are you glassy-eyed? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Wow. And, like, my hairs are just fucking... You can't... Oh, you can't see it. Look. And the, it doesn't work for people at home. Yeah, yeah. No, his hairs <laughs> are genuinely stood on end. Right on end. It, I just can't... It, there's something about it. And I... I mean, I briefly does it make went you over feel, maybe... Does it make you feel nostalgic, Steve? I'm not a nostalgic person. I have no oh, idea what you're talking about. Rubbing the uh, nubbin. The past is in the past. Um... Adam did say I wasn't allowed this ten times over. <laughs> is, that, is that what the top ten would have been? But like we know, we know my feelings on this song um, and my attempt at musical knowledge. Talking about a poggiatura, which is probably butchered the way I've said it again. But, a poggiatura. Um, play, play the clip. What? Play the clip. There we go. I've, 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 there you go. Now the clip's finished. The clip was just yeah, put in yeah. of you okay, talking yeah. about that. Fine. Um, so I attempted that um, and. Yeah, I was quite, to be fair, I was quite happy I wasn't called out on any inaccuracy on that um, <laughs> attempt at musical knowledge. But It's because nobody um, listens to what you say. Or, or the podcast. Um, and <laughs> But also, Adam does a good job at, at blocking and muting people that put any negative opinions on our podcast at all yeah. on our social yeah. media because we can't, we can't handle it. Can't handle it, mate. Can't handle it. I will kill myself, honestly. Yeah, um, <laughs> I've, I've had a few people killed. Yeah. Interesting. And why not? Okay. And yeah, why not? I'm happy to say that. I'm like... Yeah, no, nothing to do with the podcast. I love this song even more when Adam told me that, like, the song ends and then it just comes back in as if it's the end of a gig where mm. they like finish and there's a what's that thing called when you come back in? Oh, that's going to really piss me off. Reprise. 
Arbor Price. Reprise, yes. A re- yeah, a reprise. reprise. Yeah. It's like that. A reprise. A reprise. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, it's a actually, reprise. it's a reprise. I, I think you'll find it's a reprise. <laughs> um, but I loved it more when I found out that was a demo version of the song and Richie's playing on it. Mm. How lovely is that? Yeah. Context, Adam. Context. Con- Wonderful. Ext. Number three. Oh, dude, that song does things to me. It really does. Um, number three. Right, and now we're just going to go into my run of the obvious. Yeah. I've already got um, number three queued up. Say. I've got number three queued up, Steve. Yeah, just play it. So, so you say it, and, and I'll play it. If you tolerate this, your children will be next. That's all you need to hear from that song, because yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a lot to say about these Apparently it's supposed to sound um, like an asteroid or something. Yeah, yeah. like a, like a um, comet no, screeching doesn't. through the sky. Doesn't. I think... Like a guitar. Okay, so... Well, it's not a guitar; it's a synth, and I think that uh, it um, it means artistically, Lucas, not literally. He didn't when James Dean Bradfield said that to the keyboardist. He didn't mean I want at the beginning and throughout our song to hear. Oh God, it's coming! Oh God, get in your bunker. He meant artistically. Can you make a pleasant sound that would evoke that image? I still feel they failed. Okay, great. <laughs> We've talked extensively about this song, but this top three weren't going to change for me. For me, it was just the ranking of the order of um, which I all weirdly agonised over these three songs of where, what we're going to go where. The to top three Number is two. the most difficult. Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah. But again, it's not because I could have put these in any order and been happy with it. My right, top three yeah, is pretty easy, actually. Number two is by Robbie Williams' Motorcycle Emptiness. So it's specifically Good. Robbie Williams' version yeah. of Motorcycle <laughs> Emptiness. The one well, where he Robbie Williams' know the breakdown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the video of Robbie Williams on Instagram Live talking about yeah. it. Is your number two. Sure. Um, yeah, man. Just What a great. song. What a song. I, the, you can't get away from that one. Um and then number one is... A Design for Life. Correct. Which is right, why you got so excited earlier, because your so, top three is the same as the first three tracks on Forever Delayed. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, Design for Life is the first song I heard by them. Um, it, it reminds me of weird memories of that assembly I talked about where the head teacher did a whole thing around the Well, you've the got song, to have a plan. Was, you've got to have a plan in life. Yeah, you know? nothing to do with, like, you know, the actual... You've got to have a plan song, but... for when you are fighting the government over class issues. Yeah, <laughs> That's absolutely. what your assembly was about. Yeah, and then afterwards he said, if you can go to the library, because they gave us power. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah, so that's my top ten. One big surprise for me that didn't get included there is you stole the song from my heart. Really thought that I'd make yours. I really like that song. And I like the idea of being really pissed and shouting that song. And that's a like, I don't know. It just doesn't in, artistically. It doesn't hit my top ten. Uh, got any honor, honorable mentions? What's, what's, what's your honorable mentions? I just want to say thank you to you guys for. You no, know, no, I, me. I meant, we meant songs. I think. No, I haven't considered it. Next. <laughs> you literally have no. So you got your top ten. It was very cut and dry. Nothing that you were like. <laughs> just went straight that, in. That just, was nearly these nothing. Are the ten. Nearly made it. These are the ten guys. This is it? I'm never changing it. <laughs> um, uh, of course, like everything must go. Um, Australia's a good. Um, yeah, you stole some from my heart. Like those are the big bangers. Big bangers, but maybe not yeah. ones that I that really ev- evoked much feeling in me. Apart from I liked singing along to this in my car. Yeah, 
I mean, I'll put all these playlists up on on Spotify when we, you know, um, when this episode comes out. Um, that is a slightly more interesting top ten than I was thinking uh, we'd get from Steve. Life becoming landslide and and be natural. Such a backhand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ow. Basically, say uh, you, you know. are so without depth. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I thought it was just going to be uh, the first ten tracks of Forever Delayed. Um, yeah, uh, th- that's that's cool. Are you happy with that? Uh, I feel great. Okay, cool. It'll be interesting for all of us um, to come back to the these top tens when we've done mm. the rest of their career. See if any change. Yeah, yeah. see if anything has uh, infiltrates well, this top ten. I've now got my top ten Spotify playlist, and what I intend on doing is inserting tracks if required mm. as we go on. As you go, so and keeping it up. as a rolling yeah, yeah. as a rolling thing. Amazing. Like yeah. So, Lucas, do you want to go next? Or, I do not mind. Because, to be honest, I'm the Mannix fan. Yeah, don't and, worry. You don't no, hang on, justify hang on, hang on. last. No, no, hang on. The, the, well, I'm actually going to do the opposite. <laughs> I'm the Mannix fan, and this is a, a podcast listened to by pretty much mostly Mannix fans. And I think people care about your top ten more than they do mine. <laughs> yeah, Adam, next. Yeah, you should go. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I don't think people give a shit about mine. And, also, you ask- and also, if people were to switch off after hearing mine, they then wouldn't hear yours. Like when you <laughs> yeah, asked about exactly. Know Your and Enemy, they, and they might. <laughs> when you asked about Know Your Enemy on Twitter, Adam, a lot of people were like, "I wonder what Lucas thinks yeah, of exactly. Miss Europa Disco Dancer." Nobody gives a shit what I think about it. I like it because I like the band. It's, yeah, you know, who cares? <laughs> go on then, um, Adam. Go on. All right, number ten. Ready for drowning. Mm, From nice. this is my truth. Tell me yours. Great story. Lucas is making a face. So I'm gonna. You love the story. Play a bit of it. I love the story. Yeah, I remember the story. I can't remember the song. Little Casio keyboard's about to come in, isn't it? just really love it um yes yeah, good song that it's got venetian blinds venetian, venetian blinds it was weird when you asked steve to do all that research that was such an ask <laughs> i don't know why you asked me to do it, it but a, you know you just do what's asked of you on this it's podcast, nice that you did it to be fair yeah, i really yeah, love yeah. the melody i love the quiet loud dynamic that like no so surface or filling has going? and um oh it had the really traditional riff that I called. Yeah. Um, and also it's got that... Greatest hit! <laughs> it's got that great uh, story behind it about the village yeah. in Wales that was flooded to create a reservoir. Um, yeah. When we go see them, should we do a little pilgrimage to that town? I've already looked it up, Lucas. Oh, and unfortunately, oh. it's about a five-hour drive from Cardiff. Oh, we could. Right, Steve, Steve will be driving. That's so it'll be true. His That's money. true. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, I will be, won't I? <laughs> wait, why would? Well, no, Adam can drive. He doesn't have a car. Yeah, I know. That's why it's funny that Adam's the driver. Number... He, has to, he has to rent a car. And I'm not get convinced on it. that even you guys care about my top ten. 
<laughs> I absolutely I do. Um, I'm surprised that that's on there. In your top 10 Manic Street Preachers tracks really? this, thus, thus far, I would never have guessed that. No. Because no. my, my idea of what Adam's top 10 will be is, I think he'll have the obvious ones on there, but the rest of them, I think, will be unexpected. All right, well, I thought about six of them will be Holy Bible. Buckle up. Um, buckle up, buckaroo. <laughs> cool. So number nine is So Why So Sad. Again. Big I mean, surprise. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I love that song so much. Um, Can I interject very quickly? Yeah, of course. I love how you were like, Adam, go next, because people don't really care. Lucas, people want to know. I love how I went first. <laughs> so what, what, you were like, let's get... Let's get the guy on the podcast in the background. Yeah, out of the let's way. get Steve out of the way. Um, yeah, just get him so... out of the way. Go on. So why so sad? I'll tell you why. Because I'm not wanted. <laughs> uh, I just love that it's mad. And I thought, like, when I was making this top 10 playlist, I was trying to do, like, I, I, I was thinking, like, fucking hell, what are Manics fans going to think of me if I put So Why So Sad? in my top 10 i can't possibly do that and then i thought do you know what this is my first pers- yeah this is my personal top 10 i love the melody of it i love the weird theremin in like the second uh, the third third of it i love that weird solo i just love how weird it is um mm. good song and that's- you know that your top 10 won't piss off the fans as much as mine so i don't think that- that's true i think it might um i also don't think there's a problem with you saying your top 10 because you're saying these are the songs i like mm, yeah i don't exactly. think people are going to be annoyed at you for I liking mean, stuff i've committed blasphemy yeah so people get annoyed you over stuff the you don't weirdest like weirdest stuff. <laughs> yeah true carry on number eight little eight, baby eight, nothing eight. Again, that doesn't just... surprise me no that i expected I figured Little Baby Nothing would be on there. Yeah, you've talked about that a bit. Actually. I love it. What um what you're going to find out over this playlist is that mostly I'm a little like, although I'm like, oh, I like the interesting stuff. And oh, I love it when they play atonal guitar. What I mostly like <laughs> is lovely melodies. And, yeah. and Little Baby Nothing has got such a good melody and is really nicely produced. It's probably, it's my, one of my favourites off of Generation Terrorists. Um, what, what was that? Was that number eight? Interesting yeah. that you t- your three so far. You the reason you've liked them has largely been you've been talking about the music, not the lyrics, because you're always telling me off for not caring about the lyrics. And it uh, seems like you don't care either. Well, that's not true, Lucas, because I mentioned the the story that Ready for Drowning is about. Uh, huh? And on those episodes about those songs, yeah, Adam, and heavy Little Baby Nothing is a big feminist what? anthem, and that's one of the things huh? that I really like about it. And number seven, number seven is a song that I was surprised not to find on Steve's top ten. Um, is My Guernica? Oh. Do, do you want to hear a little clip of My Guernica to remember which one it is, Lucas? Because I can see a completely. No, I remember My Guernica because I remember thinking it was. Little Guernica. I remember not reading. Really. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's my like one of my favorite songs on that album, but it's also your least favorite album. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I love it. It's yeah, I like it. Such a fucking mess. Um, yeah, and that's why I like it. I love the lyrics, and I like that. Um, it's just them trying something a bit, a bit messy, a bit chaotic. Uh, it's a lot of fun that song, uh, and I just, I just really like it. Um, what am I on number six? Hmm. Yes. From the... Yes, you are on number six. What's your number six? Yes. Yes, you are, but what is your number now, six? Now, is the that the first yes. song off the Holy Bible that you've <laughs> said thus far? Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> yes. Yes, it is, and it is yes. Good. Um, it was like in the first handful of Matt Street Preacher's songs that I heard, I think I came to the Holy Bible as the second album that I had heard, and this was the first track off it, and oh my god, it just completely changed my fucking life. Um, what, you were like, hold on a minute, this band is deeper than I expected. It, uh, exactly. Like that? Exactly, and I think I, t- I said at the time, like, uh, I was driving with, I bought this in HMV, driving home with my dad, I had to replay this song three times on the car stereo just to kind of let it drip into me that's a disgusting could, I really mm, it is a sexy episode, a sexy isn't it? episode. could you give us a little clip oh, now this is terrible really? because ju- no this is what's even worse it's just this morning I was talking to friend of the podcast Mr Tom Gorman about Manic Street Preachers sure they've become uh, such and, an intrusive part of your life <laughs> and 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 he said uh, oh I've been really in- I've been really enjoying listening to Yes recently mm. and i was like yes what what i said do you mean the prog rock band <laughs> <laughs> and he was like no the first song off the holy bible and i was like i have no recollection of that here song. we go lucas i'm gonna leave this going for a little while Just um, like a really excellent example of how James Dean Bradfield can make the maddest lyrics fit to an incredibly catchy tune. Yeah, if you want, if you, you want, can tear his cock off. Look, if you want, look, if you want, well, gone. If you know, if you yeah. want to tear his cock I mean, off, that's fine. I, and okay. call him Rita yeah. if you want. I mean, wait, why if, not? I can, I can do that. In for a penny, in for a pound. Greatest hits. Um, did yeah, I good, did good I shout. rank that highly on that album because it's a good song? No. Did I not? Now that what did I rank highly on that album then? Lucas, because... you want to listen to the Holy Bible again? You really should, Lucas, because it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good album, Lucas. I don't know what you're fucking playing at, mate. It's you so like, good. You like If White America? Yeah, no, I, I did like If White America. You I like feel like If White America? A, I, feel like that's, I feel like that's probably a better song than If White America. Uh, yeah, I'd probably agree with that. So why did I not say I like... I don't know. Because... So why so I reckon, I reckon Lucas, because this doing this podcast has slightly changed the way you've listened to music. And that by the time we covered the Holy Bible, you hadn't changed the way you listened to music yet. Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> uh, also, going through my notes for this, just just reminded me that my notes for this is also Gold Against the Soul because we did Gold Against the Soul and then two episodes on the Holy Bible in one sitting. Yeah, we did like at a, my so house. We did a seven. That hour, was the yeah. worst day of my life. I remember dropping Adam off at the station very late in the evening. Us both just being like, ah, "Yeah, uh, bye." See you later. That but was, I also miss seeing your faces. Oh man, this is making me making me day. really sad that we can't do this in in the same room at the moment. We uh, can soon. We can very soon. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Number five um, is a song. I'm pretty sure that both of you are going to need to be reminded on when I say the title, "Epicenter." Yeah. Give, nothing. Give, give, I've give, got give, nothing. Give, I'm really can sorry. You, can you tell me the al- Tell me the album. <laughs> it's know your enemy. ability to take what is quite a sprawling lyric and turn it into very separate but incredibly good melodies and then blend those into mm. one song that sounds of a, a piece and of a style is so impressive to me and I love that song so much um, Know Your Enemy brings back memories of being in university um, not being able to sleep um, but there was someone sleeping in my room so I couldn't get up and like do anything so i just at 3 a.m went outside and walked around london listening to know your enemy um because i hadn't listened to it in years and thinking fucking hell this is a good album and this is the song that stood out for me um nice that's a nice little story behind that what what an album uh what a song love epicenter probably higher than it is on anybody else's um top 10 but uh, this is my top ten. Uh, tell, tell me, me yours. yours, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and that's that's one of the songs that me and Steve just basically shrugged at, isn't it? Pretty yeah. much, Soz- yeah. Uh, Sorry, Lu- Lucas, you said it was slightly better than some of the other ones on the second half because of the piano. Fine. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, listen, listening back to that clip now, any any new thoughts on it, or just still not much? Don't give it. Yeah, fair enough. I really liked listening to your story behind it. Cool. I and enjoyed that. I just I'm just going to repeat my apology that I don't like it and can't verbalize why because I know how much that annoyed you. Absolutely fine. Didn't annoy me. Didn't make me want to quit the podcast. We didn't Itch. fall out about it and it's not <laughs> actually an Lucas, issue. Isn't isn't every album after this for me and you Lucas a 10 out of 10? Don't you remember? It fucking better be. 
<laughs> what number was that? Of your that tracks? was number five. So, yeah. Wow, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to try and speed this song. So, number four. Um, I'm just, I'll give you a little clip. Number four. That's probably all we need before Steve starts weeping into his into his shirt. Um, oh, no service, all feeling, Steve. It's so good. It's it's all feeling. It's all feeling. It is, and that's number it four for both feel, of us, right? That tiny clip. Yeah. Does things to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. What a great I'd song! I'd love to see a little scan of your brain. Honestly, man, and, like, put and it would be sti- it would be a little scan. And put little and put like <laughs> and put different stimuli in front of you compared to other people and see like honestly, you've obviously just got like a big nostalgia bone. My, I mean, it's not oh. a bone. It's not a bone. It's not a I bone. Got a Let's giant not talk bone about that song. Steve's nostalgia bone. My. I welled up a little from that one clip. That's mad. It is remarkable how much you re- respond to nostalgia that's fictional. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's really remarkable. Yeah. Um, just yeah. just a great song. We covered it when we Good. when we talked to Steve. Uh, great song. There's one of the crossovers. One crossover. One, and, and wasn't it it's at number four for both of us? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But has the rest so of is my... is that the only crossover so far? So far, the rest of my top ten has been completely different to Steve's. Yeah, 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 yeah. So number three, um, th- th- this is where we get into, like, top immovable bangers for me. Number three yeah. is Motorcycle Emptiness. Yeah. Just an immovable rock of a song. Uh, yeah. And an immovable rock song as well. Mm, um, yeah. Number two, uh, If You Tolerate This, Your Children Will Be Next. Yeah, what a shot! Because I think just what a great song. Um, does anybody want to guess my number one? Four stone, seven pounds. See, <laughs> no. I want to say "Design for Life," but I wonder if you've done that thing of just completely omitting it because it is just um, this this gigantic. Yeah, but but then he didn't do that with "Tolerate," so yeah. So for is my top ten, my, is it just a design for life? My top ten, I've gone for preference over what I would consider to be the importance of the song or the context. In that case, I don't think it's designed for life, and I have no idea. It's faster. Right. Wow. Okay. My favorite wow. Manic Street Preachers song so far is faster. Um, I just think another crossover song. Yes, same with Steve, but Steve's was much lower. And yeah. motorcycle emptiness made Steve's as well. Yes, so... and if you tolerate. But, yeah. but swapped so around, I think. Crossovers. Steve, um, Steve liked motorcycle more than if you tolerate. I think. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, faster. Just like an absolute uh, anthem. Hot banger. Me. Yeah, hot banger. That's all you really need to say about it. It's just a great song. Um, yeah. It, go. It's going to be interesting. Um, I think that there is a couple of upcoming songs. Uh, you know, a handful of upcoming songs in the next. Uh, stage of their career that could breach the top 10 that could could knock out yeah for me that, that, that could knock out things like ready for drowning and so why so sad and little baby nothing so we we shall see it would be interesting to see if anything gets past yes or or no surface all feeling for me now the yes or no uh, adam the main, honorable and honorable mensch uh be natural uh was number 11 four stone seven pounds uh, Archives of Pain and If White America were all very, very close. There was almost a lot more Holy Bible in that top ten than there actually I was surprised is. by how little Holy Bible there was. There's only two tracks in there, yeah. Um, there's there's two tracks from every album except for Gold Against the Soul, which has zero tracks, 
uh, Everything Must Go, which has one track, and Know Your Enemy, which has three tracks in my top So three. you did not include Life Becoming a Landslide. I did either. not. Because I, you should just blanketly accept that that is my number one. That's not even a song. That's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a pinnacle of human achievement. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the main event. <laughs> the main event is... Yeah, the showstopper. The, the nay, Why am I the main event? The naysayer, manics-hating, blasphemous, holy Bible-listening, Lucas Way's top ten Manic Street Preachers songs. Three out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Lucas, three out of ten way. Top ten so far. Let's start at number 10, then Lucas. From Generation Terrorists, <laughs> repeat Stars and Stripes. That is, is absolutely fucking mental. Let's hear a bit of it. <laughs> that right eat right right meme status aside yeah you genuinely <laughs> I did actually, just jam on I, it. I genuinely was like right i will give it the the genuine i will i will give it the critical ear and i will I'll, and it was give it the respected and deserves. and it really and it was between that and a couple others it was almost knocked off the list but in my heart of hearts that beat i just enjoy it it makes me have a little little dance also, i have also, a little dance it's, it's also just, a great moment in that episode where lucas realized that Adam was joking about liking that song. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't wait for your honourable mentions. Greatest hits. I can't, yeah. I can't, can't well, wait yeah, for honourable mentions to see are, what came below it. You will hear the well, songs that about didn't... About 80 songs. ...that didn't make <laughs> the cut. And repeat, Stars and Strikes was decided to go ahead of it. <laughs> to be fair, Look, you man. like how fucking mad it is, right, Lucas? I just and like, how much you were surprised by it. I, I just like the, I like the beat. I like the little, little riffs that... It's just, oh, it's just a lot of fun. So number ten the on UK your UK version can suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> number ten on your top ten favorite Manic Street Preachers songs is not a Manic Street Preachers song. It is a. It's a remix. bomb squad song. That's a good, uh, good start. Okay, yeah. Number nine. Number nine off of Forever Delayed is Door to the River. Oh, that that made your yeah. top ten. Now I was again yeah. very not sure about this. I wasn't sure if it was recency bias. Yeah, which it may end up being yeah. when we relitigate the top ten one day. Maybe it will be knocked. Yeah, I'm, one, yeah. I'm wondering. Me, the reason I the reason I didn't include it is because it was so recent, and I I would have needed more time to sit on it, as it very much were. But my initial reaction was such a positive that it felt yeah. like yeah. very few songs. I was that. You know, like I put my arms yeah, in the air. Like, by like, the way, for all the yeah, it was very immediate for you in a way that other songs hadn't been. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Cool, <sighs> lovely, Good lovely song. song. Mm, okay, lovely. number eight, big surprise for myself and probably you because I don't think I even rated it as a high song on the album that it was on. Muscle Museum. <laughs> <laughs> but off of Know Your Enemy. Freedom of speech won't feed my children. Ooh. Oh, Adam's eyebrows have fallen off his head. Should we have a a, a little listen quickly? Yes, to please. That? Yeah. 
I really didn't think that anything from Know Your Enemy would breach your top 10. Especially the last track of a 16 track album that but wasn't a recall, single. My, if you recall, I said it's fucking thank God this, the album ends on a great song because obviously yeah. everything leading to that was dog shit. Of course. And so. <laughs> Lest we forget. <laughs> And so, oh uh, yeah, and it ends on a fucking banger. And uh, I re, I re, when I was making my shortlist, I was like, well, that, that's probably shortlist. I'll check it on the shortlist. Then we'll listen to it. I was like, oh, actually, this goes pretty high up the shortlist. That is a cool. Making my list. <laughs> making my list. It, uh, yeah, it sounds like a U2 song, which is unusual for me to like. Uh... <sighs> that is a cool pick. I love that. I love that. Your Welks. Number, Number seven, seven. In a triple crossover. <gasps> from the Holy Bible. What? Faster. Right, okay. Yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah. Good shout. I mean, that's lower that than everyone else. Fucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a great song. That is a great that song. Slap. And there's really nothing else to say about it. I mean, we've covered it through. So when, yeah. you, when you anticipated zero uh, triple crossovers... I honestly didn't, didn't think that anything from the Holy Bible or anything from Know Your Enemy would make it, but you're right. But like also faster that, is a great choice. But also that you—that means you assumed I wouldn't put any of the quote-unquote obvious songs in mine either. The no, the I, big boys, the big I boy singles. didn't think that um, Steve would put "If You Tolerate This" in there, and I knew I hadn't put a "Design for Life." Sure. Thinking about it stupidly, of course, we've all put motorcycle emptiness in there. But anyway, but you also, yeah, you also <laughs> forgot number six, which is the other big single, which is from Generation Terrorists, Motorcycle Emptiness. Yeah, okay, yeah, nice. Motorcycle Emptiness, okay. That, which is a, a huge song. Terrific, yeah. huge song. That really throws your top five up into real, like, it could mountains of air must. for me because I thought that yeah. was going to be top three easy. For anything you. could happen in the next half hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's Stingray. Uh, if you want to go on to talk about like Jerry Anderson, we shows, don't. I'd be much um, happier if you just gave us your number five. Talk about Thunderbird. Just give us your number five. Stingray or Captain Just give us the number Garlet. five. Or just do number five. Number five off of everything must go is. The Girl Who Wanted to Be God. Okay, good nice. fucking song. Good, good fucking, fucking song. Song. Uh, is your top five all from Everything Must Go? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Number four off of This Is My Truth, Ooh. Tell Me Yours, is Born A Girl. Oh. Yeah. That really struck a chord with you, that one, didn't it? It really... You really enjoyed that, I remember. Touched, it touched me. These yeah, are some great. cool, deep... It album cuts because the singles are just meh, they're overplayed. They're just meh. yeah. No, I can be. I can also. I'm also not limited by having to be a fan and care. Well, that's true. Well, that's what I try to do with my top ten. Is it's not. Is not try and be limited by being a fan. But also, if you had told me, I just want everyone to love me. Uh, if you had told me, <laughs> thanks, Steve. <laughs> if you had told me at the beginning of the the podcast that Lucas would do a top ten that included Born a Girl at number four. I think I would have been very surprised. <laughs> and freedom of speech won't feed yeah, my exactly. children anywhere in that list. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, okay, we now get into the top three, which you're, you say is up in the air, whereas I think is like just, ob- I think it's just a very obvious story. Okay, okay, let's do it. Number three, also off of This Is My Truth, Tell Me Yours, is Black Dog On My Shoulder. Oh, a lick of in course. my neck. Because of course it's making my list. 
Uh, obviously, I loved that song. That's so yeah. right. But, it, but also, Lucas, like from the perspective of a Manix fan, Deep Cut. Yeah. Should be not a Deep cool. Cut. Should be considered a, a an upper upper classic. Yeah. Upper echelon. Number two, off of Know Your Enemy. What? Yeah. I don't know how what? you didn't think about oh, this. Oh, of course. Miss of Europa course. Disco Dancer. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which was number one until a couple of hours ago. So you wow. think you think that Miss Europa Disco Dancer is better than faster? I think Miss Europa Disco Dancer is one of the greatest songs ever recorded. Yeah. <laughs> Mental. Uh, I love that so much. And the fact that you were, when you said that you were surprised that anything from No Your Enemy made it, I was like, he yeah. must have forgotten the existence of Miss Europa Disco yeah, Dancer. Yeah, completely forgot. That's because mental. obviously, and of then course. number one. So is everything must go? Is it? Is, is everything must go? Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, yeah, an absolute classic that like plays right into everything you love about banging music. anthem. Yeah, excellent, excellent song. Good. If, oh, if they don't shit. play it when we see them, I'm fully expecting not to see much of my top ten when we see them in December. <laughs> I think it's unlikely that you'll see Freedom of Speech Won't Feed My Children and Miss Europa oh. Disco Dancer or The Girl Who Wanted to Be God. <laughs> I don't think or Black Dog on My Shoulder. Yeah, it's really or unlikely. Or Door to the River or Repeat Stars and Strikes. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> or unlikely. Bornica. Basically, I might get Everything Must Go, Motorcycle Emptiness and Faster. Yeah, although you you might be unlikely to get faster these days. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good top tens. Um, uh, honorable mensch. Oh, I'm sorry. Of course, sorry, uh, Lucas, yeah. Nearly, nearly making the top ten. Life becoming a landslide was nearly there. Sure. Uh, because year it's of purifica- year of purification. There, I mean, there so was many. nearly <laughs> so much. Know your enemy in your top ten. Uh, yeah, because I, as I said, the thing that I said about No Enemy was there was some fucking excellent songs, but then the rest of it, I just nothing. It just dragged it down for you. Yeah. I just nothing did. Four out of ten, though. Well, no, but then, I mean, no, I haven't got four. My honourable mentions list is about ten long. No, okay. well, yeah, no I, I mean, you <laughs> gave No Your Enemy four out of ten. Uh, Tolerate was there. Sure. Uh, Small Black Flowers That Grow in the Sky was there. Sure. Tender and I You're Tired was there. Interesting. Gold Against the Soul was there. Mental... Mental, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, I did rediscover a song whilst doing this. It didn't make it anywhere near the list, but um, wasn't Condemned to Rock and Roll a banger? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's wasn't a fun that a great song? song? <laughs> it's a fun song. That is a fun song. Guys, those are really cool top tens, and I've actually really enjoyed looking back at the career as a whole so far. Same. Um, and I think that brings this episode to an end. Uh, yeah, do you want to talk about what we're doing next? Next week we we decided after polls and stuff on Twitter. So we're gonna do we're gonna do lipstick traces. Disc one is next week, um, and then disc two will be the week after, and then the week after that we have a bonus episode with a special guest that we cannot mention yet, and then we'll crack back on with the with the albums, and we will. Um, we will look to uh, go back to sort of every two weeks will be uh, an, an album episode because yeah. going weekly save your has killed me. <laughs> 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 um, 
That was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Thank you. I really enjoyed the bit where I got to listen to the songs I like <laughs> and not the and not the other songs. Or new stuff. Yeah. Well, I, did, I mean, do... I did listen to new stuff and one of them made my top 10. That's very true. <laughs> Is it quite exciting to, at this point in your life, Lucas, um, we've talked about how we're kind of past the point where we... Um, discover new music is it quite exciting at this point to have a band that is kind of going into your semi-regular rotation yeah i mean it'll be interesting to see like a year out of finishing yeah manic street preachers what where, what my relationship with that band is that's true we should talk about what we're gonna call... do when we finish we'll figure it out we'll figure it out yeah i yeah. also uh covered i also enjoyed covering idols in the sense that I actually did like listen to them a few times after oh, the episodes. Interesting. And I actually feel like I might have given them too bad a rap, so we're gonna have to re-record that episode. I think this is changing the way you listen to music. And because I remember at the beginning of the oh. podcast, and I can't remember if it was on air or off air, you said um not like eighty percent of your opinion on a song is done on first listen. And I think that this has slightly changed that. Yeah. That, I that don't mode. think it's changing that I'm liking songs because of lyrical content more than i used to no, i no, think no. i'm a, a song is more likely to grow yeah and so like the idols tracks for example i wrote my notes after a few listens but then i actually kept listening to, and like when i listened back to our own episode because i do that sure uh i was like oh yeah fucking banger yeah great song mm. yeah, nice yeah. cool amazing um thank you so much for listening to what has been basically two hours of us just uh patting ourselves on the back <laughs> <laughs> greatest <laughs> and thank you so much for listening to all the stuff we've done on the manic's career so far um we wouldn't still be going if we didn't have listeners so um thank you so much for joining us on the journey so far and we hope that you continue Thanks, everyone we hope that you continue on the journey uh with us there's still a lot more manics to cover you can oh yeah you can, are we halfway yet yes about halfway yes about um you can get hold of us on twitter at manix podcast you can get hold of us on instagram at manix podcast and you can email us if you want to manix podcast at gmail.com um we appreciate you we do we appreciate you and that's all that's left to say other than we live in urban hell and we destroy rock and roll sure more (laughs) sure more